<laughs> Liz! <laughs> Too slow. <laughs> we belong to the night. We belong to... Okay. <clears throat> I like how it, it seems like it's it's really Liz forward. Liz first. It, well. Why? Because you're leaning forward and you're in front of Scott. It, hashtag fashion forward. Hashtag Liz forward. It's synonymous, no? Yeah. You want a scooch? I have a cat on my lap. Yeah, you can mute. Yep, cute. I can mute. Did you, you say mute? That was so weird. weird. Okay, there we go. Hello. How are you? My Netrunner card's back there. If anyone needs it, the history. Got my tea. Cheers. Cheers uh, to you. So, hi, everybody. Hi. Ah. Yeah, you've got to get closer to you. Ugh. Fine. got to straddle the table leg. Uh, good lord. <laughs> Scott, I have spent many games needing to straddle a table leg, especially when we were playing at Chez Vu. Mm. So you can learn Welcome to deal. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, no, I will, I will deal. Don't worry. I will deal myself like a hand of cards. Yeah, thank you. Does it make sense? That doesn't make any sort of sense. Hello. Um, <laughs> only other thing is, if you can easily do it, Scott, or either the two of you, Liz is much closer to the edge of the frame than you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was we were both funny. just leaning in the same direction. Yeah. <laughs> so good. It was like a full Friday moment of like, you know, uh, that's half of Liz. Hashtag it's like half, half a Liz. Liz. Yeah. But uh, as you may or may not have guessed, Montreal is on lockdown. Uh, we actually aren't allowed to go out to see each other. Yeah. No <gasps> gatherings of two people, which means no gatherings of any oh, that's people. That's a pook. That's a pook. You Hello? can't see me, but I'm on screen. No gatherings at all. Pukajutsu is the master of disguise. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you can, you're allowed to be with the people that you live with, and that's it. So spoiler warning. We're not in the same place. We don't that... live in a hippie commune. Aww. Like all four of us together. One day. Oh, oh Mistridge loves this <laughs> setup. Mm. Just saying. Mm. Well, we have a fan then, at least. How am I supposed to, like, <laughs> elbow jostle with my friends? Oh. Mm -hmm. Mistridge, why do you like this setup? Yeah. I mean, we personally don't like this setup because it means that we're apart. But Maybe of course, we spent a considerable period of time apart in this stream anyway. Very true. Perhaps the symmetry of the two and two over the one and three. Oh, there you Mr. Yeah. I like even numbers. Two, four, six, etc. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Because suffering. Is the suffering that now if I do something that Kate doesn't like, she can strike me? And yeah, if we do something you don't like, you I can't like strike us. I think is what the bad part is. But there. I can just wheel you. That's out too close to a joke. <laughs> uh, Mister, do you stop the volume on a five? <gasps> do, do five count? Yeah. Because. 
Yeah, five zero K. I thought yeah. so, Mr. Richie. Interesting. <laughs> I thought Interesting. So. <sighs> Go, Liz. Uh, four. I like how you had to think about it for a few seconds. Yeah. I was about Excellent. to be an asshole and go, 1.237. Um, is there anybody in this chat who isn't pook inclined? Because if so, get the fuck out. Weirdness, thank you. Punchy condones your condoning of her violence. Does Punchy know what condone means? Punchy will punch anyone who inverts. God, I absolutely under. Uh, so as you may not have, um, as you may not have noticed, this is a new setup that we've organized for the time being because we can't actually be together. Uh, as a result, I still don't have my dice. Okay. Where, where is dice? Sorry, but that's okay. Uh, as a result, there may be differing audio qualities that you may not be used to. Uh, please feel free to let us know um, if it's not earth shattering. If it is earth-shattering, definitely let us know. But, you know, just be a little bit um, aware that, you know, Liz and Scott are going to sound different because they're using a different microphone. Uh, there may be occasionally some uh, potential issues because they have to stream in and then we stream out. So, right. no. Uh, so we've, we've thrown it together, but... Hey, I get a I get to use the real green card today. Because <gasps> I'm also not using a green screen. The green screen's over there. Uh, we could, but no. I'm I'm actually wondering whether I need to continue using the green screen because I feel like it provides a bit of a like separation between me and the players when they're actually here. Uh, we originally used a green screen because we were separated, but now that we're not, do we still need to? But then now we are. It also so. gives you. A bit of a fancy pants kind of background, mm -hmm. which sets you not apart. I just mean that it sets you in kind of like a, an ether. It deifies yeah. you. Oh, they do. Hi, hi, hi. It seems aware. <laughs> Damn it. It deifies me. No, our green is not in. that big. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, special thanks to Zoom, mm -hmm. uh, a piece of software that we didn't use several years ago, and yeah. now we are. And it apparently works just much fucking better. Yeah. Technology. It's mm -hmm. come a long way in a couple years. Yeah. Should have guessed. Uh, and the fact that OBS doesn't suck. Yeah. Hey. Also good. Yeah. Um, I'm also going to point out that the reason they look so good is thanks to you. Oh, you folks. Because they are using the camera that they would normally be here. Yeah. So we managed to, to smuggle it to them. Yes, under cover of darkness. <laughs> uh, underneath a crate of lettuce. Um, yeah, no, so thanks to everybody who's donated over the years, uh, be that with time or, or with uh, bits, donations, subs, um, or donation drives, etc. So thanks. Oh, okay, we're, we're seeing you vertical. Oh, shit. Wait, what? Oh, we're this way? Thank you. Nice. <laughs> Was there? Someone listen. <laughs> Angel, yeah. it's good to see you. <laughs> oh, shit. And Annie, it's definitely good to yeah. see you. Yay. Um, oh, we got we got Annie to cry. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, boy. All right, achievement unlocked. Right? It's like 12 more XP, right? Uh, uh, uh. I'm going, motherfucker. 
do actually have a lot of wonderful folks out there in the chat. So I hope uh, this is a blanket, like hope everybody's okay and doing well and staying safe. That's a, that's a blanket statement right there. And don't forget, Kukujutsu is present on screen. You just don't know where. Ooh. Uh, thankfully, we are joined by she who knows 10,000 things. Or at least we think we are. She might be rebooting at the moment, but you know. We appreciate her. Erwin uh, uh, is here. Uh, still know the crosshair. Tear. Sad. Tear. But understandable. She who reboots 10,000 things. Rebooting call. One at a time, though. <laughs> Where's the crosshair? The crosshair is uh, doing something that I actually encourage, which is taking care of his own health by going to sleep at an appropriate hour. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh. Very important. Obsidian hey. Heart is here. First time I've been several months. Oh, Yay. caught up. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Caught up. Shit. Any and thank you, Trey Dog. Very kind. Thanks to everybody who's subscribed. This is wonderful. Thank you, folks. Is, is that something that we should be worried about if I'm like, wow, you actually watched all the episodes? What's wrong with you? <laughs> 1080p only. Thanks, Trey Dog. Yeah, um, we took some time. We did some tests, but this is also all this tech and stuff is built off of what we started doing uh, in Austin. And it was sort of just taking it a step higher thanks to Zoom. Uh, which has free, free unlimited one-to-one -one calling, which is really amazing because they have a lot better uh, stability and visual quality and stuff. Twitch, so. get it together, Twitch. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm distracted. I can see a virtual flood coming down my street. I'm, I'm being a little hyperbolic, but there's a lot of water out there right now. That's not a that wouldn't be a virtual flood. That would be an actual flood, Scott. Correct, yes. It would be a virtual flood for us if he like, took the camera and pointed it out the window. <laughs> a lot of water. A lot of water, yeah, pretty much. Just like I mean, how... If would you this could... Jumanji game just end already? I'd really appreciate that. <laughs> Next is the mosquitoes. <laughs> no! <laughs> Get the fucking tennis rackets. Let's go. Remember, mosquitoes kill more humans than any other animal. Other than? Except the chupacabra. Other than other humans. humans. I was going to say. Humans. But also, oh. yes, the chupacabras. <laughs> but I actually don't okay, think that's true. I think they kill more people than humans do. Chupacabra? Yeah. <laughs> Classic chupacabra. Liz is obsessed. I don't know if anyone knows Very this. Much. I used to be obsessed with mythical creatures. Um, but then you grew up. Well, then I grew up, and then I realized that there's well, nothing mythical about the chupacabra. No. They are very rural, real and very angry. <laughs> They're very rural. <laughs> uh, I seem to recall that last session, all of you failed Aragorn. Let's oh. see if that holds out true today. Three, two, one. Yep. I'm not going to defend myself. I have the experience. All of you fail. Someone promised, Kate. Did I? Ooh. I don't know how much XP I had last time, because I feel like I still have seven, and I had seven last time. Hmm. Uh, neon Deflector, sometimes also it takes a few minutes for a stream to be live before 
the different quality options are, are enabled. So yeah, give it a little bit and then maybe refresh and see if it, yeah. Maybe being live for 20 minutes will do. Mm. Now Liz is reaching at nothing. That was cat hair flying So it is possible, by the way, folks, that chaos cats are back. Yes, they are. Well, they are back, that's for sure. One of them is uh, currently like summoning more chaotic energy through rest. Um, oh no. But like right here, you can't mm. see her, but at some point you will. And the other one, I don't know. We're gonna find out. We'll just see what the she chaos She just had is. her meat dinner too, so she's gonna have her meat energy. Meat dinner. Oh God, looks like meat's <laughs> back on the menu. <laughs> what else is back on the menu? What happened last session? Oh, very good. You wanna go over quick like? Um, Luna is out of hiding. Yeah. She claimed she was on a ski vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Halea was uh, put to justice. <laughs> I guess. Um, Which is imprisonment for one year in a location of her choosing. Uh, she chose the Kingdom of White Sands. She's yeah. going to get away from Claude for a while to make sure she doesn't um, cramp his style, for the lack of a better term. <laughs> Not quite right. Uh, Boley was also brought to justice, but he died. He fucking did. Feel pardon my French. What else happened? Remember Liz? We freed Claude. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he quickly figured out oh. that it was on Sophia's orders that he was frozen in the first place because Brom cannot lie. Um, it's not that I can't, I just choose not to. <laughs> yeah. You only tried. You rolled for it and failed. You bought You can't prove anything. I can. Roll the tape. Uh, uh, Queen Laurel uh, gave us a gift of everlasting ice to the spark um, yeah. and granted us all the title of Defender of Northern Ice. Um, Very cool. Where cult texted us all. Uh, we all had little tasks to complete for her. And uh, Brahm interacted with his kids. That's right, yeah. So, yeah, uh, Brahm got a chance to speak to his sons, Aiden and Gus. Uh, who are both having the time of their lives with the Countess Ware all around the world, learning about um, naming and soothsay, respectively, as well, in terms of their arts. Uh, they wanted to come home for Yule, uh, which they did. Um, at Yule, Sophia got a chance to speak to Claude, or slightly after Yule, I should say. I don't yeah. know if you want to say anything about that. Yeah, they, they are friends again. It was... Claude was very upset and Sophia had to admit to him that asking him to be frozen was a selfish act because she didn't want to lose him. Um, and so now I think they're, I think they're cool. It was intense. It was pretty intense. Um, oh, and then uh, Patches and Sophia spoke to Kyoko mm -hmm. and Kyoko revealed that she was the one who killed Boli. Uh, specifically by stealing Whisper and using its ability to destroy him utterly. Sorry, cause him to cease to exist, which seems like a bit above and beyond uh, when it comes to executing, so that's fun. Technically, it made, it, she made his body cease to exist. Right, yes, yeah. I guess you can't whisper Under away someone's soul? face. All I don't wish, know, maybe you could. Wish away my feelings. <laughs> Um, however, Brom is not able to get that information out of her. They, yeah. They're still, you know, 
They still communicate, just not everything. How Kyoko just that? showed like, hey, so I was in New York and I bought sword polish for you. And you he know? was like, okay, is there anything else? And she's like, um, no. Nope. He's like, okay. <laughs> yep, that's where they're at. Whoops. Really healthy. Super health, much well. That's what happened. I'm going to remind people uh, that in here, uh, we're very glad that you're here. We are practicing isolation, as, as you may see. Uh, in this game's universe, COVID-19 is not a thing. Um, this isn't to diminish the importance of everybody being very aware of this. It's not to take away from the tragedy that it's caused many different people. Uh, but it is just not a part of our universe at this point. So if you see people interacting, it's okay. Uh, the other thing I'm going to point out to you is that if you uh, at any point uh, need to or want to reach out and talk to people, what are you doing? Well, I'm doing like a Sorry. super Sorry. like serious... Sorry. Sorry. What, 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 what were you doing? I was trying to reach out just and talk. Feel, feel Liz's face yeah. up a little bit. Shoulder, but yeah. Shoulder, Sorry. sure. Uh, yeah, if you need to reach out to people, we have a Discord server. People are on there all the time. Uh, you can go there and you can actually interact with other people, other real people, who you may or may not have never met. So, uh, I'm also going to remind people that we as players have access to cards. Oh, there we go. I was like, uh, does Liz have one? I think the screen is still active on our uh, lair. Is it? Fucking sick. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, I can't see it, but like, I assume it's awesome. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that looks cool. <laughs> uh, so, these cards are here for our protection. Um, you do not have cards, you do have tools, we'll tell you in a second. If we are showing a green card, it means that despite my outward appearance, I am enthusiastically going with what's happening and would like to see more. The yellow card means that I am approaching my limit, so I'm okay for now, but please be cautious. <coughs> and red means that I am not okay. We need an immediate stop or retcon to what's just happened in the game, and please check in with me. We don't have cards for everybody in chat, but you do have options. You can whisper either a mod, Aragorn is here, or myself. If you whisper me, Normally, players can't see it. At this point now, there's a chance that Kate could see it. I'm being but I'm generally not watching. So. Open to you, so like she could see it, but it is not necessarily what she's doing. Uh, the other thing that you can do is leave. We don't want to see you leave, but we do want you to take care of yourself, and that's what's important. Anything else? I think so. <laughs> yeah, don't whisper Erwin with the treasure. That would be... Uh, we Look, Crosshair can't... <coughs> Crosser can't make it a lot of the time, so uh, we uh, we don't want to lose our other mod. That would be sad. Treasure. 2020 on the overlay date. Fuck. <laughs> we hadn't yet jumped into. No, we we went back in time, guys. Oh, sick. Yeah. Oh, nice. Thankfully, I can have that do-over now. <laughs> I have so many things I need to change. Rom, will you met? No. <laughs> oh my God, Rom, no. Rude. So rude. Didn't she like have a sword when she proposed? Probably. That's her style. <laughs> oh. Don't forget, Brahm is bad at everything. Oh. 
I have strengths. It's my strength. <laughs> Remember, Brom doesn't kill people. Other people who are around Brom use Brom to kill people. It's time for a fastball Brom special. Has Brom killed anyone in game? Absolutely. I killed King Melch. <laughs> if you right. recall correctly. I Well, you know. I committed regicide. Yeah. <laughs> Famously, I would say, actually, or infamously. <laughs> Otherwise, but is that your only one? I probably cracked a few necks along the way. I, I don't really remember. <laughs> Hit my head one too many times on those pipes protruding from the ceiling. Clonk. I'm done. Thanks for indulging me. Anything else? Well, you know. Hey, 20 minutes in. You know, we do our best. Visit enough. Something that you may not know is that when I play Netrunner, uh, Android Netrunner, of which cards are actually within reach of me right here, uh, I mostly prefer to play it in person. It is possible to play it online. But online you miss out on a lot of what makes Netrunner Netrunner, the, the bluffing, the, the banter, the camaraderie. Netrunner is an asymmetrical card game that deals with a lot of hidden information. And if you are not present with the other person, much like online poker, it becomes more of a game of statistics as opposed to a game where you are playing against the player. What you also don't know is that when I play Netrunner in person, specifically with Scott Humphrey, uh, sometimes our feet touch under the table. This is because, I presume, Scott likes to sit back and stick his legs out as he sits um, whereas I tend to prefer to tuck my legs underneath me, but sometimes I sit up, my feet move forward, and then I feel the brush of a socked foot against my own. It will be some time before I get a chance to feel that socked foot again. But that doesn't mean that I don't have the ability to sit down and play with my friends or with people I don't even know. Don't forget that right now, while you're playing, whether it is a role-playing game, a video game, uh, a uh, board game that you have somehow managed to cobble together, maybe you're playing on tabletop simulator and using the flip function one too many times, it's essential, now more than ever, that we use games as a way to connect to other people, not only to exercise the mind, but to exercise the brain, the heart, Footsies come and go, but games and friends last a lot longer. And I've triggered a bingo, so I imagine that Jot is on there. Name it every time. I'm going to go with yes. Yeah. Possibly Jonalog. I know that Jonalog was on there, and, and then I initially complained saying that every game has a Jonalog. Yeah, it might so. be the center freebie, though. Uh, there is no center freebies. I know. In this I know. That's maybe There's two it. squares marked. Yeah, one got marked really early on. Uh, the... I think it was during our green cards or something. That is the... Um, that's the, the, the syntax yeah. uh, 
Just no square brackets no, required. Yeah, yeah, don't put the square brackets, and you don't need the leading things. I just put that there so that it would add some random quote. So it's exclamation mark, quote, space, add, space, and then the quote. Well, and if there's one thing that I do know, it is that Sunday mornings in the spark, at least of late, are a bit more relaxed. True to Claude's word, breakfast returns. Uh, this Sunday, breakfast is a um, a hearty oatmeal. Fresh fruit cut into it, perhaps a, some cinnamon and a swirl in the vat of gruel <laughs> he's just placed <laughs> on top of the bar. It's been some time. Uh, we've moved forward about three and a half months since last session, and even then, that was a month after the previous session. So it's, uh, first of all, all of your resources have been um, restored, so it's there for you. Uh, the other thing that I'll point out, where is stolen the children again? Yep, uh, Aiden and Gus are no longer present to cramp uh, Brahms style, <laughs> as it were. Wow. Uh, has there been anything that you've been working on specifically over the past three months? Go ahead, if you were going to say I that. was... Sophia has been assisting Mab with producing her EP, um, <laughs> as promised. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? What? Yeah. Uh, Sophia made a promise to this. Mab that she would record an EP. Actually, album. three of them, I think. Oh, no, two. 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 And so that's what they've been working on. I mean, really, you only promised one. Two was like a maybe. Yeah. And yeah. we'll see how the we'll first one goes. It. Yeah. That is amazing. Uh, it's 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 called Lounge Lizard. Um, <laughs> and... Sorry. The next one's going to be called uh, Teeny Martini. Oh, so. fuck. Yes. Fuck, I gotta um, write these down. <laughs> they're expected to top the charts. Yeah. <laughs> this harp plays itself. <laughs> I don't have to tell you. Um, uh, Brom currently doesn't have any uh, specific, you know, um, artistic endeavors or uh, what else. He doesn't have any, you know, kind of poem like any adventures to undertake at this moment in time exactly um, so I think the two things that Brahm's been working on over the last few months uh, one is making his house feel like a home I mean these these Montreal duplexes do feel pretty homey if I do say so myself so um, over every door frame you've just put like two triangles to make room for your horns as you pass through oh. <laughs> it's really a quality of life and more than anything yeah you, you've you have no more door frames. It's all like open concept, like oh, arches. Yeah. yeah. At this point, there's no <laughs> roof at all. God <laughs> oh, damn it, Aragorn! Yay! Um, no, but but in seriousness, I think we're kind of like he, he he's indulging his inner troll and like really getting settled uh, and maintaining. There is one thing that happens 
by the way, shortly after you move in, uh, Kyoko takes a, uh, a spool. If you've ever seen a massive spool of Ethernet, of Cat6, basically thrusts it into your chest along with a whole lot of um, uh, patch outlets and just says, every room. <laughs> okay. Every one. <laughs> I, I, this, this I can do. Uh, not sure if we really need it in every room, but I, every I respect room. I, I respect that. I will. Um, is there anything I should know about this? It's a cable. Yes. They will all connect to one central router. All right. And it will be in every room. Preferably in multiple places in those rooms. Multiple places. Do you want to run cable on the outside of the walls? No. No. I'll be damned if I'm going to let packet loss make me lose yet another match because I don't have proper cabling. Who is packet? That's obviously for another time, then. <laughs> Lady Kyoko, I will patch through all of this cable for you. Please excuse me while I undertake this dangerous quest. And I uh, strip off my coat so that I'm just wearing my half-open flannel <laughs> shirt, roll up my sleeves, and get Do to... Do yeah, to I'm, teach I'm, you how to crimp RJ-45? I look towards her and I like make a motion towards my hair. Crimp? Do you want me to assist you in this quest? Or do you wish the instructions so that you can do it yourself? It's every troll's destiny to undertake a great challenge and be cool. able to. Cool, and so she puts, she just dumps all the RG45, RJ45 sort of bits. Along oh, no. with a wire crimper and a cable and a wire cutter, and just puts it like takes the box, puts it into your lap. Do I have any idea what I like? Could, could I know what I'm doing? Possibly? Scott, do you know what I'm talking about when I say this? Ah, uh, no. Like then, no. no like, Brom does not. Okay, because like I understand the, the basics of like like you're like cabling Ethernet, but with anyway, but. No, I don't. No, I'm not sure what this is. It's attaching the plugs to either end of the cable so that it actually has a thing to plug into. The spool <clears throat> comes as just one massive long wire that you have right. to cut to the lengths that you need. And then you need individual, right. But you uh, actually so have to take each individual tiny little wire inside the cable and put it in the right order to oof. patch the RJ45. Uh, I look down at the materials I've been left with and I look back up. Um, while it is my destiny to complete this quest, I... Angel knows what's up. I do think it might be uh, wiser to undertake it with support. Perhaps from yourself. I can teach you or I can do it. Teach Which one? You. Teach you. Yes. So she goes through the motions of teaching you the individual colors that go along inside every single cable. Uh, and... Every once in a while, as she does so, she mentions that your sons probably already know how to do it. Uh, 
and that, you know, if they don't, then you need to teach them because this is the sort of thing that they should learn from their fathers, mm -hmm. uh, even though, of course, it is not usually a skill that one learns from their fathers. Well, if you feel strongly about it, I will teach my sons how to crip. They'll learn how to uh, manipulate the stuff of names and to see not only into the future, but also into the present, and you can teach them how a cable connects. I can teach them much more than that as well, but I think I understand what you're saying. The connection between the dreaming and the real world is something I can pass on to them. No, right? what you're teaching them is that if they depend on Wi-Fi, they're never going to be any good. I didn't think the arts required a stable internet connection. Gus is just getting into Fortnite. I, like, cast my mind back. I feel like I've heard of Fortnite, and I feel like I've maybe even seen Kyoko playing it. No, shouting. I don't play Fortnite. Oh. Uh, Drop but, that kitty shit at the door. Uh, okay. But the noobs, I thought there were um, noobs in this game. There are noobs in all games, bro. I see. You were the noobiest <laughs> didn't think you would be allowed over at this hour of the morning, Lady Sophia. Hello. <laughs> You're here to, like, decorate. Yeah. Uh, Claire didn't let Gus play Fortnite. Damn. But still, Gus, I agree. I agree with Aragorn. Perhaps my son should be yes. allowed to do what he wants. <laughs> We're May season. <laughs> Don't you cross the street. I am known as an animal in some places. Uh, I get to work, John. I learn. I learn from Kyoko. What was the other thing that you wanted to accomplish? Um, you wanted to put your home together. Yes, and I wanted to. I wanted you to stay in contact with the members of the Golden Braid who do not live in Cross's Shadow. That would be Helena, and that would be uh, Lord McAllister. Uh, congratulate them, of course, on their retaking of Carefrost, but also just to, you know, stay in contact with them. Make sure things are well with them. Do you think it was difficult? I didn't think it was easy. Nearly a bit of resistance and taking it down. I appreciate that what you did over in Quebec City. They really just gave us what we needed to, to get the element of surprise back. But I don't know if it's really that important for you to, to tell me it was Helena who really did most of the work. And I know, I know that you were the one who were uh, suspecting her from the start. So, not as if I told her, but uh, at the same time, perhaps it would be a good idea for you to get in touch with her. I seem to recall that sometimes you were friends. We are friends. I just friends don't, don't accuse each other of being part of a paramilitary organization designed to take down the monarchy. No, they don't. No, they don't, Lord McAllister. You're correct. I owe her an apology for even daring to allow ever been that. a time that I haven't been correct? I don't... Yeah, I just don't respond. <clears throat> I will contact... taking lessons from Sophia, I see. I, 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 I don't respond, but my eyes are like... Mm -hmm. <laughs> I will uh, reach out to the Lady Helena. Thank you. Dante. 
Jackie. Jackie. Don't hand check. That was one time. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, Patches, was there anything you were trying to accomplish over the course of these past three months? Making ever more progress on the Grand Best Inn, which uh, is approaching being complete at last update. It was going to be done around spring or summer. Um, so I'm staying on top of that. Uh, all of the structural work is done. Now it's all about the uh, fittings and interior and all the good machinery going on in there. Uh, Fenris is Fiona. <gasps> Ooh. Fun. Uh, and uh, also working with Cog and Zister in the workshop on various projects, trying to be half the role model that she saw Nelson being. Mm. Oh. Fuck. Shit. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oatmeal available in the spark, but at the same time, uh, the peace and relative quiet of what seems to be an early spring for Montreal. I mean, uh, around this time, temperatures drop to around freezing at night and then ray rise up to, if you're lucky, like seven or eight during the day, um, which is kind of weird. Normally, we would have had like you know, still perhaps a little bit of snow around, but like snow's gone. But there is one thing that's interrupting this peace in the morning, and that is um, the sound of rattling outside Sophia's bedroom window. Does this wake me up? It wakes you up inside. <laughs> you're already awake, but now you're awoken, right? my blood to run um i wake up and i put on my robe and, and wizard hat and my <laughs> wizard hat nice <laughs> and open the window or open the drapes 10 points for uh, yeah it's jacob marley here to teach sophia that she's uh yes as long <laughs> as i'm michael kane jacob marley not really Great. Okay. What you see on the outside of your window, uh, with hands just kind of splayed and stuck, so you can see tiny little suctions on the window, uh, is what seems to be a very small, very brightly colored, almost like. Like that kind of slick rainbow hue that you see in sometimes like in gasoline that's been spilled. Uh, a, a gecko. I will point out that geckos are not native to uh, Canada uh, or in cold climates or especially in this cold climate. Um, but this gecko also seems to have very expressive eyebrows. I will point out that geckos not are not normally known for having hair, them not being mammals, and uh, you can see that of the four paws that it has, one of them isn't suction and instead is drumming on the window 
with tiny little fingers, um, and the eyebrows just. <laughs> Can I tell if it's a chimera? It would abs. If it isn't, if it wasn't a chimera, sure it would be dead. So. <laughs> That's fair. All right. Um, I'm gonna open the window. Can so I help you? You you open the window, and then, uh, it. That sort of takes a second, and then... And then just starts scuttling around the window, just so that now it's stuck, but now on the inside of the window, um, and is looking at a very passed-out map. A long recording session and a long celebration afterwards means (laughs) that Mab is feeling a bit tender this morning. Celebration! <laughs> Holy shit, I love Mab. <laughs> um, can I help you? <laughs> oh. And then starts crawling along the window, getting a bit closer to Mab, but not like rushing her. Maybe giving her a little space. I hope so. She's passed out. <laughs> um, I sort of like sidle between the two. It's like, hi. If you're here to see Mab, I'll let her know you called, but I'm going to have to ask you to wait outside. She would be very angry with me if she knew that I let a visitor in when she's in this state. So, out you go. Go on. You can wait in the garden, and if she decides that she would like to see you, then she will be down and meet you shortly. Go on. Hmm. Don't make me pick you up. Whoop. <laughs> uh, the, <laughs> the gecko just Sploosh. Sploosh. And then Mab just sort of sleepily You have an admirer, Missy. Well, he's wow. waiting outside if you want to see them. <laughs> okay, great. Fine by me. <laughs> I'm getting breakfast. <laughs> you do what you want, Mab. Uh, Mab starts snoring. Nope. Oh, God, I can't see that. <laughs> Incidentally, when Mab snores, it sounds kind of like a discordant chord being played on the harp. Uh, was anybody in the garden at this time on an early Sunday morn? That's probably like I don't out know. smoking a cigarette. Sure, yes. 
Definitely. Uh, so as Patches is out smoking a cigarette, you just hear... And then a, a tiny little ploop. <laughs> as the water go, has a perfect like whoop. Walk on over to the pond. What is going on? Uh, and the first thing that you see when you come out, um, a head pops out. It's a gecko, and its eyebrows, eyebrows, uh, are very wet, so they're kind of droopy a bit. Hair? It's got like hairy eyebrows? It's got eyebrows. I mean, it's it's not like bushy eyebrows, but it has eyebrows. Oh, really strange. Hello? <laughs> and it very slowly, because it's not very large, and no. it has very tiny legs, yeah. uh, is trying to swim its way over towards the side where you are. I'm not going to jump in the pond. It's not that warm. As long as it doesn't seem to be struggling. I mean, it's just taking a while, and it looks kind of pezzed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to finish my cigarette. And it kind of crawls out, and it can't shake like a dog. They're yeah. not designed for it, yeah. so it just, sits, it just stands there. But because it's a gecko, all the water just kind of goes... And it's just dry. Yeah. So right now on the flagstones that surround the mm -hmm. pond, there's uh, like a wet circle around a perfect silhouette of this gecko. Because nice. that's when all the water came off. Nice. It didn't even come off as it was getting out of the water. It got off when it just stood still for a second. It just... Nice. Technically, it's doing this from yeah, yeah. way down on the ground, so it's more like a... Mm -hmm. uh, I'll see if I can maybe find a little bit of uh, ground beef. Feels like it would be the closest thing to a fly or a cricket. And it starts skittering towards the door. Okay. I'm gonna walk towards the door. The door opens up, um, and then the first thing you hear from the inside is, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> I believe it's a gecko. And the sizer looks down. Is it a squishable gecko? I don't think so. Do you not like lizards? I don't know what that is. Okay, well, it doesn't have to come inside. I can bring a snack out, out here. Beat it. Not a fan of oatmeal? Oatmeal is like what you serve if you've given up on life. Nothing to chew into, nothing to crunch. There's no texture to it. 
I mean, there's texture, but it's just lumpy. It's like, you remember that scene in The Matrix? Where like, it's like eating a bowl of snot. I remember the orgasm cake. I don't remember the snot bowl. That's Matrix 3? The orgasm cake is Matrix 2. Two. Oh shit. Well, body fucking die. I didn't realize it was your favorite fucking movie series. Oh, it specifically isn't. Anyway, um... <laughs> so it's like eating a bowl of snot. Okay, well I can find you some other food. Uh, I'm gonna see if I can dig up something for this thing too. You sure it's not squishable? I think it's a guest. You think it's tasty? I don't know. I think it's a guest. Where did it come from? Uh, it fell into the pond. From where? The sky? It just dropped out of the sky? I mean, for all you know, it did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Fucking weird. All right, Sky Dick. Better Mab kicked out her lover. I don't know. Oh shit. Is this Mab's, like, piece? I have no fucking clue. That's my only other guess. I mean, they live up there. Let's go check and see if Sophia knows anything about this guest. Kung Fu Fenris, this gecko has made a surprising lack of pop culture references that are dated back to 1990, like, five. <laughs> so, no, this isn't Gex. Guess Gex 64. Even after she said all these things, Incisor still has two bowls of the oatmeal, one in each hand, <laughs> and she goes off shaking her head. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm gonna head in and see if I can't get some ground beef or something. Where would you be looking for that? Is Chloe around? Not that you can see. I'm gonna knock on the door to the kitchen. No answer. Come in. So as you as you open the door, you hear And on the other side of the door, I don't know if you know about these things, they hung on doorknobs and they made a noise if you moved them enough. It was like a like a really early plastic motion sensor okay. with a U-hook yeah. to put it over that. Um, the sort of thing that you might see again in like 1995 uh, and there's one of those the I kitchen doors the aren't gas, yeah. they don't have doorknobs yeah. so it's literally just taped to the door with like duct tape um, but there isn't anyone in the kitchen so no one's heard the noise I'd like to take it and wrap it against the door um, what, using to, like, break my it? knocker fix it to unfix it to make it stop working I mean, you could just smash it. That's I don't want to smash it. I just want to make it not go. Knockers can't break things uh, just fine. by... I'll just... Uh, How OP would that be if you right? could not only fix things, but you could also break things just Stop. by... But okay. you would know enough, like, how much force you'd have to deliver to, like, dislodge some of the cheap-ass electronics on the inside. I'm this thing gonna, probably came from Radio Shack. I'm just going to untape it and tape it to, like, the door, the wall, like, just beside the door. Okay. Does it stop making noise? Uh, eventually it does. It stops me. Like, there's also a switch on the side. You can oh, literally perfect. touch the switch that and it'll stop. That I do. That's 
switch? I mean, it's the worst alarm. Yeah, it's just enough. Anyway, uh, to the ridge. The ridge. I mean, it's easy enough to find something that's small and meat-like. Cool. I will bring it out. Uh, as you come out, you see that the the gecko mm-hmm. has pulled over a, a napkin, and the napkin's now on the bar, and you see that it's uh, currently burying its head in a small mound of pepper that it has shaken onto the bar, and then presses its face against the napkin so that you see, and then rolls its head so that it's this weird, stretched out, like, lipstick kiss. Except it's not a lipstick kiss. But it's made of pepper. On the napkin. Oh. Okay. Because it doesn't have lips. Yeah. So instead it's just this weird weird outline of its, like, long, stretched out mouth. Okay, so it's... Okay. I thought it was, like... Snorting pepper or something. I was very confused for a minute. Also, right? a yeah. snorting pepper. Yeah, I, I yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Snowing pepper, baby. Hey. Uh, um. Give it to uh, set down a little, like, like a saucer. Uh, like. Crumbled. So it goes over, and then it looks at that, and then it crawls over to your hand, and it just places one tiny little hand on top of yours, and then goes back and starts very carefully just... Surprising table manners for a gecko. Gentle person, this gecko. I'm gonna text Sophie if she isn't down yet. Be like, uh, there's a really colorful gecko. Do you know anything about it? Do you put uh in the text message? Yes. <laughs> 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 dot dot dot. <laughs> um, I respond with uh, the words sigh. I think it's here to see Mab, but she's not awake yet. I told it to wait downstairs, and I threw it out the window. <laughs> On my way down. Should I let Incisor eat it? Is what I put back back. Not yet. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yum. It's on the bar. On, not at. Brom? Yes. Where are you? I am at home with my wife and, uh, you know, all of our new Ethernet cabling. See, you gave them a home, and now they don't show up to where you guys hang out anymore. That's okay. Ignite drifts apart. There's no reason for Brom to sort of see his friends. The game collapses. That's okay. Sophia's secret villainous plan is realized. Oh, finally. (laughs) I'm on my way over to the Spark. I'm asking if Kyoko wants to come with us. Perhaps we can get some good breakfast there. Why would I ever go to the Spark? 
I have everything I need here now. Oh. Well, it seems unlikely. Uh, many of our friends are at the Spark. Uh, perhaps you didn't finish moving everything over. Why perhaps move, you should come... Why would I move everything over? I still have an office there. I still work there. Well, yes, of course. So perhaps you... I mean, work. I hold patents. That's my work. Good work if you can get it. Um, I did. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I realize it's the weekend, but perhaps you'd like to accompany me anyway. We could take a leisurely stroll, if you'd prefer. How far away is this place? Um, it's near George Manier. So, like, through a tunnel from Concordia. Okay, so it's like a 15-minute walk. Yeah. Yeah. It's not... Uphill. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Like a significant hill. Yep. We're both in shape. Uh, she'll accompany you. Absolutely. Uh, by the way, the Eshet doesn't apply to Chimera. It applies to Changelings. Um, or rather, the, the Hospitality Clause uh, doesn't mm. apply to Chimera, who are like, please let me stay. Because then you'll get like some Nervosa showing up. Please let me stay. And then you're like, oh, well, I guess we have to. But, we have you to. know. Sort of <laughs> rampaging two foot tall, or two foot tall, two story tall beast. You're like, well, I guess I have to let them in. Yeah. Try not to make a mess of the carpet. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I told you not to make a mess of the carpet. <laughs> and you killed half the people inside. <laughs> I love it. Maybe you'll meet that freeholder someday. Uh, I can't wait. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> Yes, you can. So, uh, yeah, so Kyoko and I are on our way over, and we'll join whenever is appropriate. That rug really tied the room together. <laughs> uh, when you arrive in the Spark, you see uh, Patch is potentially sitting next to... Sitting at the bar, yeah. So, yeah, sitting next to this brightly colored gecko who is very politely eating, like, ground beef. <laughs> well, hello there. I, I go up and I try to take a seat next to the little gecko as well. Don't let my height alarm you. Uh, it's just part of who I am. Good, you don't seem alarmed. Ah, hello. Well, it's, it's good to make your acquaintance. Do I, uh, do you have a, a sound by which you like to be referred? And oh, then oh. the gecko scuttles over and then knocks on your skin. Um. Hmm. You, you would be curious about it, I suppose. It's true. It's not very, uh, common. This skin is made of stone. You see, much as you are the embodiment of your dream, I am in the embodiment of my own dream. One of the strength. And... To be rock hard, she mumbles into her hashtag, coffee. Hashtag, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that patches, and we'll talk about it later. <laughs> you see, this isn't the sort of thing that they teach you in the history books. Sister comes out of the elevator, the elevator that heads down to the workshop. Um, he's looks like he's been up for quite some time already, and 
uh, has done most of the grease removal of his hands. The great returning hero shitting at the bar, conversing with geckos. Shitting at the bar. <laughs> shitting? Oh yeah, very good, okay, I understand. <laughs> God, I love it. <laughs> Do they, do you answer these questions when the tabloids come and ask you all about your adventures? Oh yeah, yesterday I was in my patron's freehold. I was on my way to get some oatmeal. The oatmeal? Fuck. If I wanted wet clart dripped into my throat, I could have simply asked anyway. Well, if you can find Glody, you can talk to him about it. Yes, I'm not really sure why we need all the sarcasm directed towards us, sister. We're simply here um, engaging a new friend of the Freeholds. You don't know why here in the Spark, my Freehold, a knocker Freehold, run by a knocker, that you aren't greeted by sarcasm. This is new to you. It's not... Every day is new to me, Sister Flex. (laughs) You know, they made a really shitty movie about you. It's called Memento. I thought it was Fifty First Dates. That was Fifty Shades of Grey. Gus taught me how to do this. Did you dab? I 100% dab at Sister Flex. Yes, it's happening. Get the fuck out. He points towards the garden. I thought it was a sign of approval or um Okay, you need to teach your respect. children that that's not cool. I know you thought your kids were teaching you something cool. You need to teach them that it's not. Okay, I understand. Uh, the world has moved on. <laughs> it's like calling something fly. Is that not cool any longer either? <laughs> I'm sorry. Let me ask you a question. Yeah, yes. If you saw me do what you just did... <laughs> mm-hmm. Would that be okay, comically, in the universe? Uh, it would be comic. It would be comic. And I, I would assume. ask somebody with taste. Just wait until Sophia gets here. Sophia right. enters from the elevator. Very good. Uh, Lady Sophia. Did somebody say good taste? We did. We were wondering whether or not um, a certain motion would be... Uh, acceptable to be performed by various people. Sister Flex and I are um, at odds over this. Sophia, is it ever okay for someone like me to dab? What is dab? Well, uh, you Lady have Sophia. Instagram. Yeah. You must have seen some child. I don't like follow children on Instagram. Sophia follows one person and one person only. Herself. Commander yeah. Hadfield. <laughs> yes! Obviously. Lady Gaga, that's, that's great. <sighs> well, it needs to die anyway, so you don't need to fucking learn about it. Okay. Uh, friend? Foe? Food? They're pointing at the gecko. Food? And then once... Uh, once the gecko has finished its food and looks up and sees Sophia, there's just this wide-eyed, like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
seem to have an adverse effect on this. You need to understand that you knocked on my window early this morning. Neither Mab nor I were prepared to receive visitors. And when I asked you to leave, you did not. All right? Now you are welcome to wait here for Mab to come downstairs on her own good time, all right? But we won't have a misunderstanding like that again, will we? Stop rowing! <laughs> Holy shit! Consent is important. So what happened? It exactly. knocked on your window, you let it in? It came in and started like walking towards Mab, I think. I think she has an admirer. Maybe. Perhaps they are related. So what I understand is, it knocked, you let it in, yep. and then abruptly it was no longer welcome. I said, are you here to see Mab? And it started crawling towards Mab, and I said, okay, well, she's not ready to see anyone, so I'm going to have to ask you to wait outside. It didn't leave. I said, I said leave, and it didn't leave, and so I threw it out the window. Do you I normally expect chances. animals to respond to your commands? Yes. Does it even understand the language that you speak? Seems to. It understood enough to get his ground beef from Patches. <laughs> not a euphemism, <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> How did you eject this gecko from the premises? I'm really curious as to why you care about the semantics of this, sister. Why? What does this matter to you? I write down when the word you avoidance. eject someone from your place of living directly yes. into my freehold. <laughs> I flicked it out the window. Onto the Sparks property. Wait, this gecko has fucking eyebrows. Yes. That's creepy. Yes. <laughs> Dreaming is a place of all sorts of wondrous and terrifying things. Brom looks off into the distance briefly. <laughs> and then back towards the gecko with the eyebrows. This guy's pretty cute, actually. See, I like that. It's very expressive. Cool, you can keep it. Uh, you now have a pet, there you go. Your, your house is complete. Well, we were thinking small dog, perhaps, but not uh, necessarily this little guy. We were thinking about a dog? Well, I was. <laughs> what kind of dog? I hadn't discussed it yet, but I wanted to get your opinion. Well, I'm not certain I want a terrier. I understand. I, I like a, a little spaniel myself, but I can also understand if that's perhaps Oh, not... another hunting dog. Yeah, perhaps not appropriate. So you're saying I can never be myself when I'm at home? No, you just... Well, you, you've always been a master at turning the tables. <gasps> The hunter can become the hunted. The hunted can become the... Yeah, exactly. What? Jeez. Have you ever seen a rabbit hunt? You have surprised me more times than I can count. Have you ever seen a rabbit stalk a celery stalk? No, but nothing would surprise me anymore. Okay, I have, to, I have a second at uh, her initial, but have you ever seen a rabbit hunt? But... Well, look, I'm sorry, this is, besides the point, I, apologies, I 
didn't mean to bring this into this situation. I, I, I would love to know a bit more about you. <laughs> Is that its name? Is that your name? You? Oh. That's its name? Is that your name? Or... Ah, well, all right then. There's a word for that, isn't there? You can't call it That's a shitty name. It's what it called itself. I believe... Uh, raspberry. No, raspberry is what it's referred to. Yes, that's not too bad. If you're going to adopt it, you can give it its own name. I, <sighs> I'm not adopting it. I don't think we were considering adoption. Apparently we're getting a dog. No, I didn't say that. I said I was thinking about it because I have idle thoughts from time to time. My apologies. <laughs> do you think that I wouldn't enjoy having a dog? No, I, I do. I just hadn't brought it up to you yet. I thought we were still settling into our home. So, I like um, learning about these things surrounded about, by other people. Uh, you know, the um, beautiful weather we've been having, huh? Um, yeah, maybe we should do some gardening. I think that would be nice. We could uh, spruce things up for the new season. Gardening! Can we build something for the garden outside? Can you build maybe a gazebo. Gardening involves digging in the earth and sticking plants in the earth and making you plants grow. Aware of that, but you can build structures to really set off the look of your garden. That's not what I was suggesting. <laughs> Get the knockers to build you a gazebo because that's what you want. Yeah, we're just here to serve her, you know, like all she. Oh my god, I was. I hope that her freehold is to her liking. Yes. I, for one, would like to know how Mab feels about this uh, young uh, gender-neutral dude. Uh, what's Gecko? Pal. I'm gonna go with Pal. Pal. Mab is sleeping. I understand. So. What? Well, uh, well it's alright. Never mind. I... You know, you could simply ask the gecko what it wants. Mm -hmm. I did. What do you want? You could ask it in such a way that perhaps it could answer you back. Do you have any suggestions? Haven't you spoken to Chimera before? I don't, but in a series of uh, a couple of questions here and there, really, is this what I, this is not what I signed up for this? She's already like casting the spell <laughs> on this while she's complaining. <laughs> while she's complaining. <laughs> I sure as shit can't talk to them. I mean, I saw it. I figured I could feed it and get it some food. I noticed the pepper lips, and I go, Is "Yeah, this... there's a napkin with like a like a strange sort of ovoid." Um, patches. What is this supposed to represent? I have no fucking clue. Well, you made it. What What did you intend? I didn't. <laughs> oh, it I looked did. his sister. Flex? It rolled its face in pepper, then rolled its face on this napkin. At first, I thought it was going to snort the pepper and it had a real drug problem, but thankfully not. That is definitely a, a point. Um, perhaps I... I snort pepper. No, not a good idea. I have to call my sons really quick. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what's drug-like to... 
No, Aiden, yeah. stop. Don't do it. Uh, <laughs> Your dad was wrong. Pepper challenge. <laughs> yeah, the pepper yeah, challenge. Yeah, after fucking cinnamon. I, uh... Um... <laughs> Hello, oh, yeah, no... No, seriously, uh, put the pepper down. <laughs> I just learned something that you might be shocked to learn. <laughs> I certainly was. I turned to I turned to the gecko again, and I kind of point towards the napkin. Do you? Is this for someone? But I'll also let Sophia roll. Oh, all right. Five on the um, Willow Whisper. That's five questions you get to ask. Yay. First question: What is your name? Ziovanius. 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 Fucking amazing name. <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, do you need me to spell that? Yeah. I'm just gonna guess. No, please. Yeah. Ziovanius. Z I. O V A N U S. There's no Yeah, sorry, there's an I. Anus? Van E S I U S. Okay. I was off by one letter. Zilvanius. He's a Z. All right. Second question. Why are you here? From where I come from, I heard the most enchanting mystical song. I realized I needed to know where this song could come from. I have traveled many, many, many miles to find to do once you find the perfect instrument? I want to let it know it is the most magical creature in all the world. I want it to understand that it has an admirer. An admirer willing to cross oceans just to hear a single string plucked. Play the instrument myself. <laughs> With these hands. Well, not in my room. Oh. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> she's releasing an EP soon, so you can just hear it whenever the fuck you want. Bye. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right, that was three. Great. Got two <laughs> more. <laughs> uh, if anyone else would like to ask um, uh, Ziovanius a question. Ziovanius. Ziovanius a question. Please. 
have at it. <laughs> I would I would want to ask Ziovanius uh, how he would feel if uh, this if he was unable to obtain this instrument. No obtaining to be had. Well that's why I want to know how he's gonna feel about it. <laughs> That's what I would want to know. But you don't have to ask, like, you ask for a suggestion. Giovannius, would you be content to simply meet this perfect instrument? You seem to be placing a lot of expectations on what you will do once you meet them. It is the first step, but it is also the last step in a long journey from a series of islands in the middle of nowhere. Oh, it's over there. I was like, why is there a siren? Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> you must know that my heart has pushed me and the cold blood that runs through my veins all the way here. I will not be denied. That, that language I don't like. I don't like that language at all, and if you don't change your tone, you will not meet the perfect instrument. What language is he using? Remember, he's it's a whisper. Like, You're the only one who can hear. He's saying things like, I will meet the perfect instrument, and I will pluck the instrument, and I will not be denied. This Gross. is all very okay, problematic. Okay. I'm not appreciative of this. Uh, we all just go But I also wonder whether Mab will just love the idea of having a fan. It's going to be Mab's decision, yes. ultimately. Hmm. But we'll keep incisor nearby, <laughs> just in case. If it is language that is the barrier, I could be more polite. Language is one thing, but what you do is another, so if you're going to be polite but continue to be a creep, I don't want any, I don't want that. I will prove to the perfect instrument that I am the master musician. Okay, that's fine, but you still need to treat her well. Would you not treat a Stradivarius with the ultimate respect? A Stradivarius you want to I'm sorry, John. What was that? What was that pluck? last one? You want to pluck it? Pluck, yeah. I think it was going to be pluck. Yeah. And still, I'm the I'm the villain for flicking this gecko out the window. Sophia has <laughs> a really weird flashback to something she never experienced, being in a tent alone with a bug. <laughs> oh, he's no. so horrible. Nice. He's so nice. fucking horrible. Definitely never happened to her. to plucking fucking a string real hard. Plucking a string. Plucking a string. Oh, my God. Nope, I can't see that. Yeah, sure. And it's like, oh yeah, let's be like, there we go. Oh, That's just... less awkward. Oh, God oh. damn it. I don't know if that quite counts as a bail. No, he didn't get up and leave. He tried, he like leaned half out of frame. That was, it was close. Your frame is different than their frame. Mm. Um. Certainly reminds me of some of the and then mortals who have come to meet you, Lady Sophia. The gecko pushes the napkin across the bar towards Sophia. 
Uh, and you see that there's still a faint trace of pepper around its mouth. This is for that. Right. Okay. Uh, and just need to interject here. He did bail from Hergo when Hergo said the lead train to Fuxville. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Time. So that was from from an NPC. All right. Well, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna hold the napkin like this and and head to the elevator. So the pepper falls off. Is that what? Uh, it's 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 no, got it's a like little bit of moistness on there. The yeah, pepper's it's got there. Some gecko spit on it. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it licked its lips first. Lips. It has no lips. Mouth. Mouth edges. Mouth. Mouth. Licked its own Lines. face. Yeah. Alright, so I just want to point out everyone's like a loss of memory, the death of two kings, the crowning of a new monarch, the destruction of an enemy base, battle versus dragon, a revolution to be squashed, new game arc, pervy gecko. What if we tried to teach the gecko manners? Maybe. I've, I've gone. That sounds like Where'd a great you know? idea. With the... Maybe we could educate the gecko as to a proper way to to court a young lady. Please lead by example. Because I would love to learn too. I don't know how to court Mab. Well, then what are we going to do? Well, I can, I can show you. And then the gecko just, like, takes an intense amount of interest mm -hmm. as Kyoko, with a flourish, produces a pristine piece of ivory parchment from somewhere and then lays it out on the bar. It's always a lot more impressive when I also remember to conceal a pen. She starts writing. Now, Kyoko spends most of her time on computers, so one would assume that her pensmanship would be awful, but it is not. Uh, with this practiced calligraphic hand, and incidentally, she's like hunched over it to try to prevent anyone else from seeing it. There. And then she rolls it up, and then she thinks, unrolls it, and then I didn't put lipstick on this morning. Oh, and then she takes it and then just very gently rubs the edge of the parchment along the side of her neck and then rolls it back up and then just with her fingertip touches it and a small strip of wax just appears over the edge. Now you see, the first step in any courtship is to pretend as if this letter was never meant to be delivered at all. And then she walks over and indicates as she gets into the elevator. I'm she, following sorry, her. She, yeah, she indicates what? Sorry. I, I, to the gecko to follow her. Oh, great. Anyone yeah. else could follow her as well. <laughs> um... Yeah, I'm also really, like, it's just thrown into, like, sh her her incredible work just now, her incredible magic show or court sh courtmanship show 
has thrown into relief my like stupid stumbling earlier. So I'm kind of like, <laughs> so I'm like, okay, like let's, where are we going? So Brahm's going? I'm going. Yeah. Okay, so head up the elevator and then she uh, wanders over and then she tucks the letter into her jeans. Uh, just, I mean, which flattens it slightly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she delivers a very polite, she looks at the gecko and, and says like, and the gecko hides behind Brom. And then she knocks on the door. Is Mab awake? Oh yeah, Mab's awake now and she's got a little hair of the dog going. All right, I've filled her in on everything. So that would be them. Should I answer? All right. And I head to the door and open it. Uh, at the door is Kyoko. Uh, I don't know where Patches and Brahm are. I don't know if they're like like bumbling along behind or like... Yeah, we're two faces peeking up from the wall. Yeah, around. tall, short. And Gecko way at the floor. Lady Sophia. Lady Kyoko. I was meant to give you a message that uh, there's to be a, a picnic today to celebrate the arrival of spring in the garden for lunch. Well, that sounds lovely. Who gave you the message? Uh, it, it's a generally known thing in the freehold downstairs. A party was planned and I didn't know about it? Oh. You do know about it. Just now. Can't argue with that logic. All right. When does it start? Uh, Luncheon is to begin at uh, 12.30. And is Mab invited too? Of course. We could never, ever dream of leaving Mab out of such an austere occasion. Well, then I'm sure we will both be delighted to attend. Uh, the colors are, are white. Excellent. I have, I have a few options. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a lot of time. Thank you, my lady. And she turns, and as she walks away, the letter falls out and just drops to the ground um, and the wax seal bursts it was not on very hard to begin with and then she heads directly into the elevator without giving any opportunity for somebody to call her back and then presses the button and the doors close leaving the two of you in the hallway <laughs> I mean I duck around out like I, duck around I see you Brom oh. <laughs> never been very good at hiding. I, like, stumble out. Pick up the letter. Okay. So the letter, I mean, the the, the sort of thing, it was folded over, so it's sort of a little creased, but when you pick it up, it, it starts to unravel, and you could read it if you so chose. Uh, it smells very faintly of Kyoko's perfume. Uh, damn. 
<laughs> is that the noise that Sophia makes? Like, hey, Sophia, that's my wife. <laughs> Excuse me. I said, God damn. Just... Why are you laughing at me? I don't understand. Um, is it addressed to anyone? The letter? Uh, it, it is written at the very top, uh, um, the date, but that's it. All right, then I'm going to start reading it, because there was no indication as to who it was for. She assumes it's for her. I assume yeah. it's... Uh, it is written, I simply cannot get the sound of the orchestra of one out of my mind. The idea that I could be so moved simply by listening to the perfect marriage of player, instrument, emotion, compose, composure, and sheer serendipity means that perhaps I may never, ever know of a better sound with which to warm my heart after days of battle. What does it say? It's a really nice letter. I would like to <laughs> attempt to roll some sort of empathy roll on Sophia because I want to know if she's concealing anything further than <laughs> it's a really nice letter. I mean, go for it. Hooray! I hope you botch. I hope you botch Why do so you have hard. To be like that. I, I hope you botch. I hope you botch so hard. I hope you botch harder than you've ever botched. I hope so too, frankly. It's always a good time. If you quad botch here, Scott, you win at all games. And we will end all the games? game immediately and declare you the winner. All games? All games. John, what's my diff here? We have Krister in the chat right now, I should point out. Um, at least we did. Maybe Krister is gone. No, Krister should still be in chat. Krister, uh, one of the writers, for Changeling, uh, and I'm sure that Krista would agree that if you quad botched in this in this role, that you win all games. Period. Right. To, uh, I just want to clarify. Um, I'm not using my Gwydian sense to detect if she's lying. I'm trying to like uncover further information about what she might be concealing. Oh, this this is a uh, wits empathy role. Wits. I'm witty. That's my diff here, John. Wow, nobody wanted to back me up on that, eh? Okay. <laughs> wimpathy. Ah, wimpathy. Wimpathy. Did... Eric, when you're just a delight. Do you know that? You are a delight. Yeah, it's so nice. It's true. John, I'm going to roll it. Dips. I hope that was serious. Uh, the difficulty is Sophia's... We're going to say... Her manipulation subterfuge. Seven. It was seven. What's not? Quad botch. Quad botch. Botch. Quad botch. Uh, no, not at all. That would be that would be very funny, but that that was a success. So I had two successes. Two successes. You want to fill them in there? A two uh, success worth. That's not a complete really, success. It is 
it is a an effusively praising letter. Like it's really romantically written. Hmm. Uh, not really clear who it's addressed to. Sophia said, it's a really nice letter. And I just kind of nod a little sadly. Um, I think she really likes you, Lady Sophia. Oh, can I do a perception empathy roll? Yes, <laughs> you can. Yeah. Uh, this would be another wimpathy. Right. This will be Wimpathy, and uh, the difficulty will be Brahms Manipulation Sutterfuge, which is four, I think? It is three. Wait. Are you kidding? It is three. Yeah. So your difficulty is three. Quad botch. Quad botch. Okay, if you quad botch this, Seven Scott successes. wins all games forever. <laughs> Seven successes? Correct. Uh, yeah. Uh, lay um, your heart bare here, Scott. A hundred percent. So, uh, I was born in New York. <laughs> no, okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, this guy. No, I, I think, I think, yeah, Brahm is, he's not, like, inconsolable, but yeah, he's a bit sad because, um, you know, he and Kyoko care very much for one another, but he knows that there's some things about her that she, that he can't seem to find out, and she just apparently now is just lay, like laying her heart bare to Sophia and maybe she cares, maybe she feels closer to Sophia than she does to Brom and maybe <laughs> I think he's just feeling very ins- insecure in this moment. Brom, yes. I don't think this is for me. I think it's for Mab. Uh, a wave of confusion goes over Brom's face. He's like, Mab. <laughs> I mean, aren't you doing some kind of I assume this has something to do with. It looks like you're just pointing down at Scott's. <laughs> I think it has something to do with your dick. <laughs> uh, some things do sometimes, yes. Uh, gecko? It wouldn't be any better if I said the gecko at this moment. That would that wouldn't. Help yeah, the gecko is still hiding behind Brom, by the way. Uh, hiding. It's not doing a very good job. Right. But I should point out that the gecko is also looking at Sophia and not like, like, meh, at Mab, who is right. still, aw- like, she's awake, but she is lying in her bed. <laughs> For sure. Oh, I, I see, I see. All right, well, um. Well, the light is still spilling onto the bed. How, why would you move? It's true. Uh, if you think that's the case, Lady Sophia, perhaps you should deliver it to her. I will. If it was so nice. <laughs> Bab? Patches your... Calling the elevator. You're going down? Yeah. Bab, I I'm think this down. is for you, and you may have heard that we are going to a picnic today. It starts at 12.30. We are to wear white. White. I thought you could wear your nice little white some hat. This is all I brought. Patches, when you... Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll get back to Matt in a second. Patches, when you get down, uh, you see that um, Cog is here. Uh, and when you walk into the exhaust, he just... Yo, oh. There, Cog? And he thrusts his hands behind his back. Oh, Cog. Oh, 
Yes. Was it a gift, or should I be mad at you? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, fucking God, you really have to get better at lying. Why? What's in your hands? Nothing. Don't shove it down the back of your pants. What's in your frickin' hands? Nothing. Well, then show them to me. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> So, and then you feel just this very tiny, very tiny burst of glamour. Really? <laughs> so cute! I didn't shove anything into the back of my pants. I'm just gonna start walking around to get behind him. And he just starts kind of like turning. Oh my god, this guy. Good morning, Cog. Welcome to the Spark. Have you had any oatmeal yet? Oatmeal? Um. How about some coffee? Would you like some coffee? Yeah. All right. And I want to, like, pour a cup of coffee and then, like, give it to him, but, like, fake tripping <laughs> to try to get him to hopefully reach out for it. Uh, reach out for the coffee or, like, just yeah. to dodge away from you? Either way, I'm trying to get him to, like, you know, move his hands. All right. That's a manipulation... Uh, we're gonna solve that manipulation athletics. Nice. Sure. If I like it. Uh, or dexterity subterfuge, whichever one you would prefer. I, I, I will. Uh, it's the same pool. All right. So. so your difficulty is six. Cog's not the brightest. One, two, three, four, five uh, successes. Burn! Wow! Burn! Well, wow! Okay. He, he's he's trusting. Okay. Uh, so so he reaches out to like grab a hold of of your hands to yeah. try to yeah. stabilize and you see that there is this uh, exquisitely wrought welded rose in his hand sorry about that and then he instantly just swipes it back behind his back as if you know you never saw it <laughs> So, were you in the workshop last night, or were you coming here from elsewhere? Oh, I, um, I went home last night. Okay. That brings me back today. Well, um... Say flex, uh, would, and then sees that your expression, and then immediately Absolutely knows that he said something wrong. Not. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> no. I mean, if he would wants you to call him that, then that's. Fuck no. <laughs> master. Yeah, master. You know, I just thought that it was sort of like a. A, a term that denotes master and teacher. Yes, if that person has Japanese heritage, to my knowledge. Sister does not, and you do not. Well, no, but I mean, I watch a lot of anime. That does not mean that 
it's appropriate to use the term sensei in all contexts where someone is your teacher. If you are taking... Um, your furk in the shop. Uh, karate or uh, judo or kendo lessons or stuff like that, you'd probably call them sensei. But you could also just call them master. Master told me that it's important that we show uh, gratitude after difficult times. And he just looks away and places the rose on the bar and just, like... Is that for me? I learned how to <coughs> weld because of you. So, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is not perfect. Uh, when you pick it up, you notice that he's scorched. Um, he, scor- he deliberately has scorched the exteriors of the petals, but he didn't do that perfectly, and there's like tiny little scorch marks on the inside of the petals that probably shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't ruin the overall effect, but... Mm. Uh, I think I left the um, oven on, and he... Thank you, Oh, no, he's gone. (laughs) Ah! Thank you. Cool. Um, yeah. And then you hear Zister, who's sitting down at the far end of the bar, just... You're welcome. You're welcome, idiot. <laughs> Master, is there a hole in here that I could just crawl into and die? Yes, it's the dungeon. We kept Claude there for like six months. <laughs> it was a very serious affair. We shouldn't be joking about it. I'm not there yet, sorry. <laughs> Uh, he once again tries to scuttle off into the workshop elevator. He's a bit of a tweaker, isn't he? Person who takes drugs of a certain type. One of these days, we're going to have to get you up on these uh, nomenclatures. Your language skills are developing. If you ever call me that again, if you even so much as breathe those two syllables together, you will be erased. Yes, Master. That I'll accept, because I am. Where's your two lesser halves? <laughs> uh, introducing a gecko to Mab. I guess. I don't know. Kyoko was a nomad. 
Kyoko's gone into her room, and I hear her sewing machine working, so what's yeah, going on? yeah, there's a garden party, and the color is white. What? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Kyoko came up with it as some sort of ruse to set up this gecko with Mab. <laughs> I think there's some sort of matchmaking going on. I don't It's not about chimerical love. I don't understand love, you're right. It's courtly love. And courtly love is not love. Fuck that. <laughs> I need that on a t-shirt. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. Chimerical love. Ah, oh, you're right. I don't understand love. <laughs> courtly love is some bullshit she yeah, I think it involves using pretty calligraphy and scenting the paper with your perfume. And it involves seals. a very elaborate dance of not telling somebody how you feel about them. Yeah. You know, sort of like what... <clears throat> and he gets up. Oh. Yeah, I was like, looking around. Uh... Yeah, sure don't know anything about that, do we? Some more than others. <sighs> what skill should we teach Cog next? How about how to lie? Yeah. Or like, how not to be a fucking pathetic weeb. Whoa. I come from a long line. Oh, okay, let's teach him how to not be 16. <laughs> It'll take about a year. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, wavelength. Because <laughs> that'd be 17. Mab looks at the parchment. Uh, oh, no, that's too much, too much. Matt looks at the parchment and she looks up and she's just like. Really? I thought it was very well written myself. And then she crawls down and then goes under her bed and then comes back out and she's pulling uh, her little white sun hat out from under it. Does anything need to be pressed? We have a bit of time. I get out my flat iron, as I do with Mab's little ribbons on her hat, um, and straighten them. She starts tuning herself. Oh, okay. So she'll you'll, you hear a tiny like she opens her mouth and you hear a little tiny harp noise, and then she just kind of goes, and then <laughs> it happens again, as if she's turning the keys by rotating her shoulders. The keys being the. Um, oh, someone's getting ready to impress. And I should point out that the differences is are really subtle. Like, I mean, nobody would bother with this much perfectionism, but she seems to be taking it very seriously. Um, except for one, the the middle C is really off, but it happens after she drinks, so you know she needs to. Well, she needs to get that in. 
Oh yeah, you totally hear like like various like twang. Um, well, it's just just me in the hall now with the with the gecko, uh, who Ziovanius, but I don't know that yet, so I'm just gonna keep calling him. <laughs> I think she said her, his name out. Oh yeah, 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 okay, Ziovanius. 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 Right. Can't hit the Nicola. V. Ziovanius. Yeah. I'm saying it wrong. Um. I kind of look towards the source of the sound and then back down. Actually, I'll sit on the floor. With He's. The gecko. Like hmm. listening, and then after each sort of adjustment of a note, he's just. Hmm. And at, at each note, he's sort of approving or disapproving until the final one where he's like. And then when she starts tuning the next string, he goes through the same thing again. He seems entranced. A musical connoisseur. Uh, I don't profess to know too much myself. <laughs> well, I can only hope that uh, I can only hope that your meeting is one that is exciting for both of you. It must be nice to meet uh, one's heroes, so to speak. He's not even listening to you. He's listening no, to, like, <laughs> to like the strings. Okay, cool. But you see, you see, like his hands, like his little gecko hands, are kind of like into your stone. Not like a. Not, he's not like feeling you up. He's just nice. sort of like, like, like a reassuring flex. I'd be okay if he was. As uh, opposed to a reassuring zister flex, which is more like, I think you're doing a good job. <laughs> Who are you? Nice. What did you do with zister? Hello, <laughs> no. I mean, Ripley. Ripley, don't. <laughs> cat, no. There it is. Chaos Straight cat. The camera. Straight for the camera. Straight for the camera. Oh. I don't have that kind of courage when it comes to holding cats. Like, I always assume that if I try to hold a cat like that, it will destroy me. Some, some do. Pretty, it's true. Pretty docile with being picked up. But these guys are pretty cool with that. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> she looks like a goddamn werewolf right now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't want to interrupt your uh, your enjoyment. Uh, Brom and Sophia, you hear... Uh, I mean, we're dealing with, with lizards today. Um, and you hear the sounds of shifting scales and leathery wings coming from outside. <gasps> uh, I run to the window. And... Mm, I move towards Sophia's room, but I don't go in, and I definitely don't let the gecko out of my sight. Uh, and then you hear the sound of a tree branch kind of bending, like a... And then... Little one! I open the window, I stick my hat out. Uh, it is indeed little one, the young dragon, the close to being a toddler dragon at this point. How are you doing, darling? And you notice that little one has a scarf on. Uh, kind of like an aviator's scarf. It is pristine white. 
Uh, she's still only about the size of like a like a smart car. You look wonderful. You're here for the picnic? Good. I can't believe this got organized so quickly and I didn't even know about it. That cat looks very impressed. Here, do you want me to? Yeah. Oh God, it's everywhere. Isn't that the nature of cats to be everywhere? Truth. Yeah. Patches, do you have anything to do to prepare for this lunch? Uh, yes, I'm gonna put on some white denim overalls. Whoa. Uh, Remember that the second most. Um, we're actually kind of tied in terms of interest in fashion with the she are knockers. Yeah. Like it's something that a lot of people forget, but knockers are intensely in like, yeah, like into fashion. Uh, and I'm just wearing like a, a tube top underneath, a black tube top underneath. Uh, and I've got the, uh, the cuffs of the legs of the overalls rolled up uh, and I'm wearing some Heeled uh, lace-up boots, some black leather lace-up boots with chunky heel because we're going to be out in the garden. Ah, uh, yes. Chunky heel. Garden chunky heel is my uh, Mamas and the Papas cover band. Anyway. Nice. I like that. Earth, Wind, and Fire? <laughs> um. And a white um, bandana. Like a, like a, like a Rosie the Riveter-esque? Yeah. yeah. I set off the hair. Yeah. White hair and white band. What about you, Brom? Uh, well, I didn't expect to <laughs> have to prepare for a, a, a costumed garden party, so I'm not wearing anything white. Um, I'm <laughs> He's not wearing anything. He paints his skin white and goes No, this is, oh, <laughs> damn it, I If forgot. I pour bleach on myself, this should work. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, close my eyes and my mouth. Well, is here? No, I don't know. Has anyone called him? You I go to. He has. He keeps some things here. Oh my god! I'm gonna flex right <laughs> out of his clothes. I'm gonna. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go and see Kyoko if she'll. Oh, I'm gonna knock on Kyoko's office door. Uh, you hear the sound of a sewing machine going. Kyoko, do you, do you have a, a quick second, or are you very busy? Oh, by all means. I open the door and step in. Uh, you see that Kyoko has one of her mannequins with like uh, several pins stuck into it as, as various bits of fabric is hanging around, and she seems to be uh, creating a uh, a white pantsuit. <sighs> Kyoko, what is this? Um, I made it for you. And it's, like, way too small for you. It's clearly for her. Okay. Uh, well, the thought of it is very <laughs> kind. Um, I, I don't need you to solve all of my problems or anything, but I, I didn't realize there was a garden party today. I, I don't have anything <laughs> to wear. No one did, and it would appear that people are taking things seriously, so here we are. <laughs> um, should I 
also take it seriously to keep up appearances. We can be co-conspirators in this. I say that way too loud, for sure. You could put a white tank top on. Would that be enough? I'm certain that your underwear is at least somewhat white. Perhaps also tight. I, excuse me. Excuse me. I give her a like, here, now, kind of look. Like, really? <clears throat> um, I will see Close what I can the door. Find. You need uh, to be measured. Uh, okay. You. She proceeds to not measure you. Oh. Well, in a measure. And then she proceeds to measure you. Oh, okay. And by measure you, she doesn't need to measure you. She knows your measurements. It's. it's like Reem sex plus one. I hate all the crack. I hate it so much. It's just two Reem. fish flopping together. Oh, why fish? Reem's very good, yeah. I played Stardew. Yeah. Got a crack. Update my character sheet. Thank you. Fuck that. Troubling time. <laughs> I'm giving play the game to Bream Sex. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> Hooray! Oh, wait, no, it's technically it's Kate. Incredible. Uh. <laughs> And then she kicks you out of the room. Okay. I'll I'll find something to... I'll see you at the garden Did you have any other questions? Uh, no. Just about my clothing. Um, Did you come in here truly for clothing? I love you. You're allowed. Good. Then I may say it with more confidence. I love you, Kyoko. Why, because I'll make you clothes after I blow you? No. Yes. No. <clears throat> because you are perfect in many different regards. I don't have time to enumerate them now. If you'll excuse me, I must retain some of my dignity. That's all right. I'm already retaining some of your dignity. I uh, find somewhere to have a cold shower. That's not this room. <laughs> That's not this room. Uh, right. Her office doesn't have a, uh, a bathroom, so... I would have just poured water on myself in there. I don't know. Found some water and poured Like, it just, on. you know, like, pulled open your shirt and let just steam start <laughs> flying out of it? <laughs> exactly. Uh, anything for you, Sophia? Well, Sophia is wearing... Oh, boy. Um white sandals that lace that lace up the legs uh, with a cute little uh, poodle uh, poodle skirt like well dress with a poodle skirt um, and a little white capelet oh wow and a little white uh, fascinator hat where did you get all these things she has so many clothes good good good, good. so Just many yeah, Sophia, Sophia's apartment is 50% clothing by weight yeah that is probably <laughs> just a lot of shit uh, one other thing I should point out is that Claude, having been informed that there's all of a sudden a luncheon, uh, manages to throw in together 
and you could almost swear that this is putting him into a slightly better mood. Aww. Uh, there's just a, a, a very simple, long table set out in the garden. Um, it's nothing too ostentatious, nothing too fancy, although a few fairy lights have been put up around in the trees. And it's a very rustic sort of spread, a very springtime, lots of f- bright fruits. Um, Sophia's going to quickly circulate a last-minute invite to uh, Zeron and uh, who else do we know, like, well enough that they might drop everything and run over and spend time with us? Marnie. Marnie does not live in the city, so that would be a difficult ask. I'm not changing my answer. <laughs> no, I'm sure there's, there's... Gotta go to the luncheon. She's going to invite the Duke just to see, but he's probably not going to accept but you never know. You never know. No. All right. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, he sends his regards and insists on sending Sir Zeron in his place. No, no, take him off my hands. <laughs> I insist. It's <laughs> very funny. Who else? Yeah. But when you arrive and everybody's seated, the luncheon is proceeding. Incidentally, Brom, you have been given a... Um, a white tunic. Oh, that's nice. Uh, and a, uh, a a white tunic uh, and and a uh, verdant green leggings and a yellow belt. Hmm. I, I mean, I wear them with pride. There's definitely you a actually kind of look good in it. You're a troll. You're very tall. Tab- yeah, like, no, it's it, work for you. It's work. It's I'm making it work. <clears throat> Mama. Uh, I, I can't help but think maybe I'm being mocked, like a little bit, but I let it go. More like, this is what I can do in this short amount of time for you, buddy. <laughs> what, do you want me to go home and get my only t-shirt? It's like just a pillowcase and a belt. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Reminds me of Halloween nineteen. Wait, what happened to our sheets? <laughs> oh man, I'm sleeping on the couch again. <laughs> I am barefoot to uh, better uh, praise the sun, to better honor the springtime. I'm barefoot. It does not take, um, doesn't take a genius to notice that uh, this party came together as a result of a uh, offhanded comment that was potentially a lie. You mentioned party in front of Sophia, and it happens. But, um, Zilvanius is seated at the opposite end of the table from, uh, from Mab and Sophia, because I assume that Mab and Sophia are sitting somewhat close together. Uh, he is wearing little white spats on oh, his paws. That's so charming. Those little hands. Um, and is doing his very best to manipulate a very tiny fork and a very tiny knife. And is cutting up a fly, <clears throat> but trying not to be very obvious about it, but just 
Uh, will I uh, cl clink my glass a few times and stand? May I have everyone's everyone's attention, please? Just just for a brief moment. Uh, I promise to be brief. Talus Talus just kind of he snorts as if he finds something funny and then just it's nothing. You want to go a little bit? No. I'm just, <laughs> whoa, whoa! No, no, no! Oh, yeah. I'm just kidding. I took you one second. Okay, all right. Rocket punches you with his mechanical <laughs> with arm. With his cyber arm, I just go. Oh damn! <clears throat> Thanks, Patches. I really appreciate you. Uh, tooling this up for me. <laughs> yeah. The anti-Brom package really works. Events are 25% less awkward now. <laughs> nice. Well, I don't have much to say. Just wanted to thank everyone for being here. Once again, it is truly an honor to be amongst such good friends, and I think it's important to acknowledge that every once in a while. The things for which we are grateful. Today, I am grateful for good friends, both new, and I, uh, like, motion towards Yovanius. Yeah, that's um, it. Hit the V. Um, and old. And I start to motion towards Zister, and then I, like, <laughs> like stop immediately, and I'm just like, oh. Um, no, it's all right. Say it. You are an old friend, Zister. <clears throat> that's right. We right. are old friends. We've known each other for a long time. That's correct. And well, here's here's to the spark, and here's to friendship. To the spark and friendship. I have worn boxes under leggings. I too probably have actually. <laughs> Loose boxes or boxer shorts? They're boxer briefs though, because uh, they were boxer good. briefs. Yeah, see. Boxer shorts would look quite. Yeah, it'd be like too much extra fabric. Silly. It feels like it's rip-on Brom game. <laughs> Scott, have you considered playing a character not named Brom? Just kidding. Uh, Sophia. Yes. Could I have you roll your perception empathy, please? <clears throat> Aragorn, it will never work out. Your name starts with E. Are we sure it's... Karagwen. Karagwen? Karagwen sounds like a bad Blizzard OC. Yeah. I was about to say, yeah. Uh, insightful. Oh, yeah. That's four. All right. Uh, so, you see Zilvanius, who is uh, eating his fly, but Zilvanius is also every once in a while looking up at Kyoko. And during Brahm's speech, you can see that Kyoko is standing there and, uh, not standing, she's sitting there and she's looking up and there's the faintest pallor of blush on her cheeks. And you notice that occasionally she is glancing from Brahm to you to Brahm um, and holding her hands just so in a basket in front of her. So not fingers interlaced, but like that. Just like that, and just glancing between the two of them. And Zilvanius is watching that first. Hmm. Oh, shit, Aragorn. God damn it. Damn. It's true. Uh, it might be Twitch, Alpharius. Uh, it's Sunday night, and it's... Don't go out. So... Mm -hmm. 
Are others having issues? No, it's, it's not us where stats are okay. green across the board. Cool. Um, so I notice all the noticing <laughs> and turn to Mab, who's next to me. Well, I think it's pretty obvious that Giovannius over there wants to speak to you. Are you all right with that? So, Mab gets up onto the table and she starts walking, strutting along the table and then parks herself down directly in front of Giovannius. Giovannius is And then Mab plays two very simple but pure notes. And Giovannius just relaxes slightly into it as he's listening. And then Mab turns her head, whacks him across the face with her tail, and just struts back to her seat next to you. Giovannius looks crushed. And Mab sits down and goes right back to having a pleasant conversation with Sophia that Sophia can't really understand. Well, fair enough. And then Kyoko just reaches out and with one finger, as Giovannius is turning to go away, just stops and just gently guides him back to where he was before and just double taps him on the back twice. As opposed to double tapping. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god, Kyoko, no! It's a party party. <laughs> that would definitely be Kyoko's move. And then I just crouch above their head a bunch of times. Oh, well, this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sophia Yes You feel Abruptly um, A gentle Scrape Of paper Against your Ankle I look down there's a tiny strip of paper that has appeared and is tucked inside the weave of your sandal. Ooh. I'm gonna... That's cool. Take it and try to read it as discreetly as possible. Okay. Uh, in the meantime, Cog, who is sitting next to you, mm -hmm. is very studiously trying to push the food around on his plate to not look like he is... Eating? Is not uh, his concession to wearing white right now yep. uh, is he's got uh, a white a white napkin yeah. so not even like a pocket square yeah. but a napkin yeah. that has been placed very delicately inside uh, his jacket which is worn over his t-shirt and jeans okay. he hasn't learned the fashion part yet that's okay Not your style? Oh, well, I mean, it's fruit. 
Who doesn't like fruit? Some people at school would say that I am a fruit. Yeah, yeah, vitamins. Yeah, vitamins. <laughs> What's going on? You don't like the rose. What the fuck perk are you talking about? I mean, it's... I couldn't get the scorch marks out of the petals and... and... Oh my freaking god. You did a good job. You really did. I'm really happy. Thank you. Thank you. What, do you want me to hug you or something? Ew, God, no. Gross. Hey, good. He did. Desperate. Hugging is... Maybe weird. You're weird. Okay, thanks. I did like it quite a lot. You did a good job. I feel like hugging my sister. Okay. Um. Pump the brakes, kid. Like this three generation knocker family that's happening here. Yep. Kind of. Can I go to the Grand Best Inn? Yes. When it opens? Yes. I've never been. As long as we can convince your family that there's a reason for you to be gone for a few days. I think Science my family kind of likes two. it when I leave. Oh. Well, it's difficult. I set a few fires. Mortal families. In the basement. Yeah. Maybe save uh, flammable experiments for the spark. Um. Hey. Uh. When the um. When the new wing opens up, is uh. Is Queen Lenore gonna be? Yes. There? But you're gonna have to work on your subtlety much more before. Uh, that what, day. what are you talking about? We had a good, um, I met her at Brahms' wedding. Yep. The whole table just says, we, we know. know. <laughs> <laughs> God, it's disgusting. All right. You are a spy. You're on a mission. Okay. What's the mission? can't reveal your true identity. Got it. I'm Chester Bakur. Sure, Chester. Uh, where are you born? Kiev. Oh, tell me about Kiev. Fuck. Um, <laughs> Kiev, North Carolina. Oh, wow. What was it like growing up uh, where you knew the ocean? It's North Carolina. The Carolinas are on the east coast, aren't they? Um, I thought they were on the west coast. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Etc. Why do I have to be a spy? A lot of experiment to try to get you better at lying. Oh. Okay. Um, I was born in New York City. That's why I'm so sophisticated. Neat. <laughs> and, uh, 
what brings you to this uh, lovely garden party? I'm here to assassinate the freeholder. I don't think that's something you should tell me. I don't think that's something you should tell me. <laughs> oh, um... I'm here to, um... negotiate the release of political prisoners. Okay. There aren't any political prisoners here. That also really sounds like the kind of thing you do when you've, like, taken people hostage. But you said I was a spy. Yes, you are. And so spies are supposed to pretend to be really normal. Oh, I'm here to serve food. There you go. But why are you shitting at the table? Shitting! <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I'm here as an invited guest. Who invited you? He's terrible at this. We'll find a, a less uh, abstract set of experiments for him. Uh, Angel, look, I know that. <laughs> Cog does not know that. <laughs> Good. I'm just glad that I was correct. Yes, you were correct. Yeah. I was just like, shit. Uh, Cog's confusing the Dakotas yep. and the Carolinas. Yep. Well, Cog, yes, you are absolutely welcome to come to the Grand Best Inn. It's opening. The letter says, please meet me in, uh, oh, where would it say? Please meet me uh, just outside Talus's office in five minutes. Is it signed by anyone? No, but it has a trace of perfume on the piece of paper. Right. That just takes it, licks it. Ah. Yes. <laughs> Tastes like bunny. Come here, bunny. Let me see you taste like this. Is that what you do? No. Eidetic taste? No? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not with that voice. No. <laughs> not like that. <laughs> well... I mean, there's a reason why you play Batches and I don't. What? I'm good enough to play Patches. Do? <laughs> you do. Not if I talk like that, I'm not. <laughs> Brom? Yes. I'm just uh, genu generally trying to enjoy the company here. I guess I'm asking Sir Zeron about any of his latest adventures, if he's been, if he's been away. I have a very promising student. Do you? Yes. He's only 15 years old, and yet at the same time, he has brushwork that I've just never seen at someone his level. It must be very inspiring for you. The only problem that I'm having is that he only wants to paint Ninja Turtles. <laughs> they are excellent interpretations of Ninja Turtles. But no matter what I ask him for, he always has to sneak one of them in. I asked him for a cityscape at night, and there one was, poking his head out of a uh, sewer. Uh, I asked him for a desert scene, and hiding behind one of the camels, there was a, a bow and a little purple bandana underneath. He has to put 
Ninja Turtles in everything. Do you think that it's his uh, mark as an artist to try to bring in something that he loves into his work? The only problem is that he doesn't own the rights to use the Ninja Turtles. Perhaps it is a comment on consumer culture or um, something. I'm not much of an artist myself. I'm all for letting him express himself. At the same time, he wants to be a commercial artist, and I'm going to have difficulty with him uh, creating a portfolio to get into an illustration or a painting program in university if he insists on putting Ninja Turtles in everything. I am certainly not the teacher that you are, but have you tried confronting him? Have you tried he... beating him? tried throwing him to the wolves and letting him deal with that. You tried flicking him out your window? <laughs> I hear it works, yeah, wonders, yeah. I am curious, Rosera, on whether you perhaps confronted him over this matter, asked him why he mocks you, or why he insists upon his signature. Do you ask the flower why it blooms early? Or do you merely appreciate the beauty of in time, he'll learn. But he may need a sharp rebuke from someone who is not his teacher for him to learn that there is a time and a place for his expression if he is looking to benefit commercially from his work. I found, I'm sure you have as well, that the... Foot up my so ass clan. I mean, up his ass. Shit. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, what? Uh... <laughs> God damn it. Anyway. I'm sure you found the, in your life as well, the rebukes that stick with you the most are the ones that come at the worst possible moment. Those moments of pressure. Of course. But pressure creates a diamond, as we see before us. I... He's looking at you. Oh, oh, okay. I was like, I looked to Sophia. Uh, I don't know if Sophia's still there. She's waiting the requisite five minutes. It's about time. Spend about. She gets up and leaves. Well, peace, bitch. <laughs> I accompany her. herself to go to the washroom. Oh, I do not accompany her. <laughs> You've got this one, girl. You go. I oh don't say that. My God. I'm sorry. Um, I, I try to engage Mab in a conversation. Uh, Mab seems me. very interested in this, and she is... So I must admit, I don't have any rough cuts of her new uh, EP, was it? Um, but I can't wait to hear what kind of music that you've created. So Mab just very carefully climbs up Brahms' arm, and then puts her mouth coquettishly towards your ear and starts singing, playing uh, a very uh, impromptu track from her new EP. And every once in a while, she's doing it so quietly that only you can hear, but every once in a while she just glances over at... <coughs> Excuse me, I'm... Sorry. You are, sir. You are. Water? Uh, water would be great if you could. Thank you. 
Um, and just, and, and just every once in a while glances over at him and then just comes back and whispers. And he is, uh, if, if geckos could blush, yeah. there he is. Um, I try to whisper it like as, you know, I try to whisper just to Mab, um, thank you for the music. It's, I can't wait to hear the fully produced version. But don't you think you're being a little cruel to Ziovanius? And she leans forward and gives you a very slight <gasps> on the cheek. Oh. That's Ziovanius nice. very elaborately just I kind of look up at Kyoko. Uh, she's not there. Okay, I look up at Kyoko and I go, oh, I see. I look towards <laughs> Talus. Were Kyoko and I ever like this? I guess actually I looked at Patches. Probably she'd be more honest about it, <laughs> if I may. No. <laughs> you were, uh... Good. I'm still not sure <laughs> how the two of you managed to communicate. Uh, well, we do our best to be honest with one another um, and try <laughs> to express our feelings. That's, that's how good lines of communication work. Isn't that right, Sir Zeron? Sorry, isn't that right, Lady Sophia? Oh, right, uh, Sir Zeron. What on earth are you talking about? Your wife lies to you all the time. Well, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> Kyoko had a very singular mission. Seek and destroy, and she did. My will to resist her. Mm. Exactly. That ass. Ah, yes. Butthole memories. The cat story. Excuse <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Well. <laughs> I Could you ever resist such an assault? I... I pride myself on being able to resist most things, but no, I don't think I could. Would you want to? She's Are you happy? I am. And she is truly one of a kind. Uh, Sophia. Yep. <laughs> uh, as you are walking down the hallway towards the office, you see that the door is open and there's frosted glass in the door. Um, and there is a silhouette behind the frosted glass, still standing in the hallway, but just because the door is open out into the hallway itself thus concealing from prying eyes what would be going on, but yet still confirming that there is someone waiting there. It's very cool. I give a light knock on the door, I guess. On the other side. Or if perhaps this is easier for you, we could stay on either side of the door. I poke my head around the door. It's Kyoko. <laughs> well, sure, yeah. 
Perhaps it's best if we're not too forward with each other. Is something wrong? Yes. No, of course not. But if this Ziovanius is ever going to learn anything about how to court somebody in this particular fashion, he's going to have to learn. He just needs to talk to her. And she needs to talk to him, and then they'll decide if they want to get to know each other better. I don't think it's as complicated as they're making it out to be, or he's making it out to be. I see. You you seem very invested in this, Kyoko. I've never had anybody court me before. Well, then, it seems like maybe we should be hinting at Brom to step up his game a little bit. It's not about that. Courtly love is a game. It's a very cruel game played by many different players. It's the national sport of Concordia in some seely places. Well, as you know, I'm still relatively new to the whole thing. The object of courtly love is to play out the dance of love offered and rejected, of feelings mistakenly revealed, of minions playing a proxy war behind the curtain of the ongoing events at a freehold, all in an attempt to have two young lovers possibly have one moment of happiness. Or that they swear an oath of true hearts and they remain together for all eternity. There are different outcomes. This all sounds incredibly superficial to me. It just sounds like it's being orchestrated and manipulated by outside forces. Exactly. So how do we know that the oath at the end of it all is, in fact, for true hearts? See, there are so many things about court life I never understood and didn't miss when I wasn't a part of it. I think this is one of them. Prizes. The prizes are sometimes different. You'll find that occasionally, uh, towards the end of all of this, should the two decide to have their tryst, the tryst could last all of 20 seconds of merely staring into each other's eyes and then deciding that that's that, and then they leave. It could last a fling, a season. Towards the end, everybody is constantly tired of hearing about it and so they decide that in the end they should simply seek other partners because that's more interesting to the rest of the court 
An oath of true hearts isn't sworn unless there is an actual true heart involved. Good. You seem to understand it better than I do. I was always the... the one on the sidelines. I would be the one to deliver the notes. This, of course, is when I was 15. and I was recruited by various she who thought that perhaps a puka would be able to discover true feelings through conversation. It was wrong of them to use you like that. Wrong of me to be part of the game? No, wrong of them to use you like that. I and not see said your no. true worth for who you are. Do you think I was interested in those sheep? No. No. But I was happy to be a part of, of something greater than I was. A way to celebrate love that involved the entire freehold instead of just merely two people. But it isn't a game for everyone. Apparently it isn't a game for you. No. Mab's enjoying it. Mab is enjoying it. We are very much not the same in all matters. I don't see why the entire freehold should be involved in my romantic affairs. She sees differently. Well, he isn't even here, so the lesson is somewhat moot. <laughs> Have you spoken to Brom about what you spoke to me about a while ago? Yes, of course I did. No, you didn't. I did. I took him out back to the shed and I showed him. <laughs> okay. Everything's fine. He's perfectly aware of what happened and he's supporting me in that. Whatever you say, Kyoko. Uh. Okay. Uh, the silhouette. I don't know if you're like still up with your head around the door, or whether you're talking to her through the frosted glass. Which one? Uh, I think I'm. I'm like leaning against the wall, between, like. So you can see her. Yeah, I can see her. Uh, so her ears are normally down. Uh. After you say whatever you say, Kyoko, her ears just, like, drop flat against the sides of her face. There's a party. We should both be there. Uh, and, I, and I reach for her hand. We should both be there. Okay. After you. Of course, my lady. 
and she heads down the hallway and her shoulders straighten and her spine lengthens and her ears like give that slight little raise again and then she is headed down the hallway. Uh, I stay for a minute pondering this. And you can make a roll if you want. Sure, yeah. For Kempathy? Yep. Ah, for Kempathy. Sir, for Perkenthropy! Uh, insightful? Yes. Uh, is the diff any different for her? Uh, for Kyoko, the diff is eight. Oh. That's five successes. Fuck. Yeah, that was a really good roll. I don't know. The worst thing that you can tell her is whatever you say. Because it means that people are no longer trying to understand what she's trying to say. Uh, it means that they have given up. This is her interpretation, not what your intention was, just to be clear. Yeah. Uh, I'm not trying to puka-splain you. Um, but it means, that, it means that somebody has basically been like, okay, well, I'm not actually seeking the meaning in what you're saying anymore, or I have no more interest in trying to understand, or I have no more interest in you trying to explain yourself. And to her, that means that she has failed um, in her task as somebody to get somebody to think of these sorts of things. And it, it's sort of also the sort of thing that Puka hear a lot of from nobility. Is she still close enough that I could call her back? Yeah, I mean, she has big ears, she can hear. Kyoko. Back to you. Uh, Ziovanius, at this point, is now like gnawing on his own arm in uh, jealousy as Mab is now offering Brom her drink. No, no, I, I couldn't possibly. That's... And then picks up a grape and rolls it on the table towards him. Okay, oh uh, thank God. you. I, no, no, I'm, I'm completely stuffed. He's trying to make you jealous. She's succeeding. Zivian. You're letting her win. She doesn't give a fuck about Brom. She's literally using him. Well, now, hey, he's a hero. He's saved her life. No, no, it's... I don't think Mab gives a fuck about anyone except for Sophia, okay? It's not just Brom. Perhaps this uh, young gecko here likes the cruelty. I didn't want to think it, but perhaps this is the case. I'm not interested in being a part party to this drawn-out, overdramatic display. We made the mistake of having Unseelie present. Mm. This is an Unseelie freehold. What the fuck do you expect? I was invited to a luncheon. I'm yes. not certain what anyone else is trying to imply here. 
Zeron, by the way, Zeron mm. uh, is wearing. Uh, poofed arm and shoulders um, oh. with a deep V. Oh, wow. <laughs> How deep is it? Yeah, pretty cheers. deep. Absolutely. But very white and very roughly. That's nice. <laughs> That's two half seconds. And Ziovanius turns around and he climbs down, of course, head first, right? Because he sticks, he climbs down the table and he goes towards one of the trees and climbs up it and then just flattens himself out over it. Is there dessert? I'd really like dessert. <laughs> I mean, I realize there's been fruit everywhere, but like dessert is something that's bad for you with a lot of fat in it and sugar. And Mab is like, dessert. Perhaps I could go and find clothes, see if there's anything that I could do to the system. I'm on my way. I've got dessert. God damn it. You just have to wait for like two seconds. I'm right here. Wanted to offer to help you. And he's carrying angel food cake in both of his hands. And he sets them down on the table with a certain amount of flourish. And there's like this glazed drizzle around some of them, and then he produces cinnamon rolls Ooh. and puts them out. One of each. Oh, chaos cat back here. Oh, damn. Going on an adventure. Oh, that cat's, like, your Netrunner cards are forfeit. <laughs> My shit! She's <laughs> <laughs> just like, I'm just gonna perch up here and be tall. Yeah, she's good. Okay. She's in gargoyle mode. Uh, Talk amongst yourselves. I have to answer a question. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah, I take one of each. Uh, <laughs> one whole cake and one cinnamon roll? Well, I think they're small, or then I take a single-person portion of each. I was, they I both was... seem amazing. <clears throat> Look at my Sorry, face. sorry. Well, um, uh, I kind of, like, my eyes are di- darting back and forth between Mab and the Ziovanius, who's now flattened himself in a tree. Is oh like yeah, gone. he's just like hanging on a branch, just like. Uh, well, uh, perhaps an, an, another toast then, and I, I stand up again. I back my chair up and I stand up again. Um, uh, to Claude, to good food, uh, and to, to love, uh, to spring, to spring. Why not to love? What's wrong with love? I'll toast to love. All right, Alice. <laughs> I, like, try not to look at the bird on his shoulder. Uh, to love, then. Yeah, the bird's still there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Zister looks at Talus, and you get the distinct impression that he is not noticing the bird on the shoulder. Silent Songbird because he broke his uh, marriage oath. That he is not noticing. Is and he's ignoring the fact that he's got the Silent Songbird. 
So it implies that he is not currently bothered by that. In Could fact. be like looking past it, yeah. 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 Ah, gotcha. Be good. Love, blossoms anew. Hopefully. Ah! Uh, Kyoko turns around. I shouldn't have said that. I apologize. It's all right. I care about you very much, and I worry. What are you worried about? That you try to be there for everybody and neglect yourself along the way. It's more complicated than that, isn't it? I don't know if it is. And we ask you if everything's fine, and you say, of course, everything's fine, and our impulse is to take you at your word, but we forget. Is my word not worth taking? That's it. I want to believe you when you say that you're all right and not to worry about you. There's a difference between believing my words and believing my intentions. What's your willpower there? Uh, let's see. Seven, I believe? A gentleman's seven. I don't know where Oh, God, it's all the way over there. Oh, sorry. There's dice out here. It's okay. I think it's seven. Yeah, it's seven. Okay. Uh, she's going to get three personal questions out of you. You can spend one point of willpower per question to resist answering them. Cool. But you get to spend it when she asks the question. I should point out, though, that when she's doing this, it's not, um, it's not like it's, it's not like she's conscious of like having this used on her. So like if you spend the willpower, that's just because you're like, well, I really don't want to answer, and it takes a slight toll on you later to resist. Right. It's not like, yeah, you're not, I assume you're not like, Gah, Kyoko, blah. Right. Mm-hmm. What truly does trouble you? <laughs> um... I'm troubled that you, I believe you haven't told Brom the truth. It's none of my business, but I'm still worried about both of you. Do you believe that this lessens me? I don't. Not at all. This does not count as one of the questions. Then why does it matter if I haven't told him? Because you not telling him You think that it lessens you. Or you worry that he'll think that it lessens you. So that's me, you. not Kyoko. Yeah. What? 
my my like reaction to your answer was me, not Kyoko's reaction. Oh, okay. I didn't see it because I'm looking into the camera. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure it was great. <laughs> Brom loves me, and I think he doesn't quite realize yet just how much that affects him. He loves me, and yet at the same time, he's learning that his love and my love and our expressions of that love is not, it is not a a zero-sum game. And yet he resists, he finds jealousy in him. Do you think that that means that, this is also not one of the questions, do you think that this means that I should submit to the one who I love the most? This is not a question that I should answer for you, Kyoko. so many things that are inside the things that I've done and the things that I feel that I don't always know if it's easy for me to speak with him about it because I don't want to hurt him I don't want him to love me less but instead he's if you're keeping so much from him he's only loving half of you is ignorance not bliss? It's not true. True do you love. Want your, do you want your love to be true? Because otherwise, I don't believe it is love. True love is for people like you. No. No, everyone is entitled to true love, Kyoko. That's just... And I don't mean one person for one person, and that's it. That, that's how it is for many people. But I mean a love between individuals that is true. And you're entitled to that. You deserve it, and I wish I wish you believed it. This is the last question? Okay. Do you think that these issues of mine are preventing you from seeing me in any other way? It won't make me love you any less, Q. Could you send Brom here for me, please? Of course. She, by the way, she can't look at you at the moment. Uh, She's feeling incredibly guilty, incredibly vulnerable, and incredibly commoner. I scuttle on over to Brahmi Brahm, who's probably making another toast. What do we think? 
uh, uh, to, to the sun that brings us warmth in this time of gray. To the sun! Mav, by the way, has ceased her attentions on Braum. She's yeah, now sure. turned to Sir Zeron, who is amused, but very gently just shutting her down at each opportunity. When she like leans forward, he, um, he turns and looks at her. I appreciate what you're trying to do. I can't say that I'm not flattered, and yet at the same time, this would be inappropriate. I have an existing relationship with your roommate. But, go songwriter, go musician, bandmate. Brom? Yes. Brom. Oh, wow. Kyoko would like to see. Is it anything? Is it an emergency? It's serious, but it's not an emergency. I like shove my chair over as I make it. I'm not trying to be dramatic, but I'm like, get the fuck out of my way! And I like rush for the door. Um, if Queen Lenore is at the Grand Best Inn, and I did want to say hi, could you arrange that? Yes. <laughs> I would make sure that it would be a uh, an appropriate time and place for such a meeting to be happening, seeing as she is the High Queen, and it will be a very uh, official event. I will give you my foil jace if you can make this happen. Oh. A what? I assume that's important to you. Yeah. So, yes. Jace. You'll just have to promise to not try to seek her out outside of whatever I arrange. Jace. Okay. Is Patches the madam in this instance? What's hot. happening? It's so hot. <laughs> Patches, what have you gotten I'll arrange her meeting. Thanks. Um, you're a real bro. Ooh. Um. I'll also assume that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was gonna. Yeah. How? Uh, Bingo. You were in the military. Don't punch me. Assume play around player violence was Yeah, it should be. <laughs> this is violence? I strip cog. <laughs> and by strip, I don't mean his clothing. I mean like a stripped cog. Like, I, he doesn't work anymore. It's a, it's a bad gear. Ah, shit. <sighs> I see what you're doing there. I liked it. Brom? Hmm. Uh, yes. I was just told to go inside, so I'm like on the hunt for Kyoko. She's Kyoko? still in the hallway. Are you here? Oh, you're there. Um, she's by now she's taken off her jacket and hung it on the doorknob she's just wearing a white vest so like she's sleeveless at the moment Lady to Sophia told me it was serious I'm not cog <laughs> I was about to say you sound a lot younger all of a sudden you can't believe everything you hear oh all right, I was I was worried. 
Is everything all right? Yeah, everything's fine. I don't need to be a knight of House Gwydion to know that that's not 100% true. It's the laziest form of lying. You've always been very creative in your half-truths. I admire that. I stole from you. I returned what I stole, but I stole from you, and I need to be brought to justice. Well, um, Lady Kyoko, theft can be justified under certain circumstances, I would argue. I Perhaps stole if Whisper. You were... Oh. I stole your treasured sword. There's certainly very few people I would trust it with. I used it. You used it to kill, or...? I used it to unmake. I see. Would you like to tell me what was the target of your ire? certain I did it out of ire. I was sanctioned by the government, her royal majesty. The leader of Broken Flight, Bo Lee. I see. I unmade him. I did not kill him. no longer exists. You, um, I take it you don't believe that he deserved a chance at another life, then? He was sentenced to die. I almost carried out that sentence. He was sentenced to die so that he could be reborn. Do you not agree? He still will be. His soul is intact. Well, that's a silver lining. Yes. Silver. Kyoko, I, I don't want to make this about me. Were you, were you worried that I wouldn't understand? That I would try to stop you? Yes. I was worried that you would, that you would encourage me not to do it, or that you would plead for clemency. I did. It was not my decision to make, but I said my piece. I said what I believed. 
it turns out you were handed the power to carry out. I was not handed it. I I asked for it. I requested it. I contacted Seven. I had him deliver a message. It was received. And who would take away the right of a companion of the Golden Braid to execute the Queen's justice? You are familiar, I'm sure, with tales of uh, firing squads loaded with blanks, except one, so that they could not be sure who amongst them was truly a murderer. We could have done this together. If you did not believe he deserved to die, why would I put that pressure on you? But I believed he deserved to die. And I went behind your back. I used your weapon to do it. And then I did not tell you. For months. And I am... There's a part inside of me that is a very old part of me that stretches back I think many thousands of years that simply wants to rage and shout and smash this door to bits why don't you because show me the passion that I knew that I know exists within you because I can be passionate about more than just destructive things emotions part of who we are. Exactly, Kyoko. And a bigger part of who I am is knowing that I love you and that I want to know why you would do these things. Why would you not... This was so important to you that you felt you had to betray me. At least that's how it seems. Because I couldn't tell anyone. Ah. Because who would believe me when I said that everything was fine, that everything was all right? Everyone. Everyone would believe me. And so maybe it's better that we, that we apply to our base natures and that I do what I have to do under a cheerful lie and that you can adhere to your duty and honor which is so much better than a lie I would if it meant being able to keep you, I think I would throw away this honor of mine. What? Do you know in, we watched that movie a few years ago. um, It was one of those Matrix films there is a scene where the man, the, 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 the one, I think, 
he has to decide between saving a people and saving the woman that he loves. And I believe he is the first to go back. I feel like that in this moment. I don't think that's a betrayal of my core values because I am honorable, but not to ideals. I can have honor and I can respect anything. I have an oath to you and upholding it is important. Am I making any sense or am I just blathering again like I do so often? <clears throat> you would have been so much better suited for patches. Um, what? <laughs> I don't, I don't think so. Kyoko, it's not that honor is a lie. It's simply that I, I want you to understand that I would do anything to try to understand you better. I want to get to know you. You're not being fair. I try to apply justice fairly. What do you mean? You're supposed to hate me. I can hate you and love you at the same time. I, I don't see why those are... You seriously would have been better with Patches. She at least... She at least understands the Sealy Code and, and understands... I, uh, I'd like to come in and try to hold her in this moment. I don't know if she's, if that's what she wants. Uh, she doesn't cry. Okay. But she just sinks into your arms and stays there for about as long as Yelvanius stays in a tree. Eternity, then. And I think we'll end the session there. Yay! Clap, 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 clap. Round of applause, round of applause. The return of the chaos cat. Well, well, well. I mean, I mean, those cats, man, I, there's a part of me that misses those cats, but it's a small part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't, how did we even do it when they were both disruptive? Like, this time it was just Ripley. I mean, a lot of spray bottle. Yeah. Spray yeah. bottle. We, we literally had the stream cut a few times because they would just be like, yeah, we can turn this off. Cool. Yeah. This down. I opened up an old Exalt Switch episode today, and oh it was gosh. like, we, it opened with Kate with Ella on her lap, and she was just like, stay, stay. Like, <laughs> just like, don't go anywhere. Like, it was the first moment, it was very funny.
<laughs> um, Love it, Krister. Sophia, who would you pick to be your crying person? Like a whipping boy, but for crying. Um, yeah, I actually think that um, Sir Zeron would have oh. the most beautiful tears of, of anyone. So, yeah. And his hair would be like blowing in the breeze at the same time. Like paint oh. tears on his face. Yeah. We have a fancy corner coming up. Um, and, I mean, one of the things that I'm going to ask, I'm just going to ask the audience first, uh, whether or not the tech was okay mm-hmm. this time around. Because, I mean, obviously we, once again, new setup, same equipment, new setup. Mm-hmm. Um, although various different parts of the equipment having been used at various different times, that microphone was occasionally a microphone that I would use during Exalt Witch, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. Yeah. 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 This is this, this, this puppy's been, been through quite a bit actually. This has been the punchy microphone since not almost quite. the beginning of yeah, punchy. Not quite the beginning. Yeah. Still have that old other AT. Yeah. Hello, Ripley. Twenty one hundred. The concept of a whipping boy. The idea that you're not allowed to strike a royal person, so they've got they basically got you a friend and the job of that kid was to be your friend right up until the point where you did something wrong, at which point they would beat your friend because they weren't allowed to beat you. Oof. Just like, uh. Do you think they would learn? I don't think I would learn. Some of them would, some of them weren't. Your options for the play of the game are live now. Sophia yeets a new guest into the freehold and out of her apartment. Patches attempts to teach Cog to lie, Perfection. or Brom shares dadding tips with Zeron and courtly tips with Patches. <laughs> That's vote zero, one, or two now. Ooh. Aragwen, I'm not going to tell you anything more that happened after that. <laughs> You're going to have to guess. But they came to station at court later. Yeah, that's a trade-off. No, no, I can tell you. I can tell I'm you. I'm going to start with mine. First and foremost, today I learned that none of my players is actually at all interested in courtly love as a concept. <laughs> well, like, nah. <laughs> well, it doesn't go with Sophia's MO. Oh, I knew about Sophia. Okay, good. <laughs> I was more thinking that Brom would potentially get into it or that Patches might find it amusing, but apparently. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's actually, that's a really good, like, if I can jump in here i guess this could sort of double as my what i learned as well i just i, I don't know yeah I, I hadn't really it's obviously a big part of the the Sealy like kind of culture you know well in a way anyway not everywhere but i guess yeah i think i didn't really think about it before john until today and like yeah I, based on brown's track record i certainly don't think he like goes in on that that ritual specifically you know even though i'm sure he could but like that's more zeron's jam Right? I did not have them assign romantic legacies. Uh, Romantic legacies are actually a, it's a legacy rule, um, to use the other kind of legacy, from Nobles the Shining Host, which is right over there. Uh, uh, Believe me, that Nobles the Shining Host I'm very attached to. Uh, It's, it's it's an interesting thing. The one of the things that I'll notice though is that players, player characters, can sometimes, actually often, I would say, um, be counterculture and resist things like, ugh, courtly love, ugh, feudalism. I, uh, yeah, I want a title, but I don't want anybody to actually believe I'm better than them. Mm-hmm. And and like that's because 
you know, you want to portray somebody who you believe has a, a good moral compass. And um, the idea of courtly love is out of date because it sort of was from a time when you weren't allowed to uh, even so much as, like, touch somebody unless you were betrothed. So, you know, there's, there's, some, there's some interesting ideas there. Uh, sometimes people kind of get into it and they're like, yes, I can finally have a storybook romance. But, like... Yeah. Clearly, none of you are that interested in even having a lizard have a storybook romance. I think it would have been different if we, uh, like, because we started from a commoner freehold from the beginning, mm. um, I, I think we all got into a certain mindset. And so as soon as then all this, these courtly impositions uh, start to start to come in, we're like, oh, oh, that's so different. Like, <laughs> That's not how we do things. Yeah, here. but maybe if we'd started in a, uh, like these same characters, but starting off in court. Mm. Yeah. Things would and have I been different. In my case in particular, it was that they had to go through proxies and stuff because they can't, like they can't actually speak. So it meant that they had to be even more dramatic about well, it. Well, they could so, speak, but it had to be like Romeo and Juliet on her balcony-esque kind of like... So well, I, I just mean, like, the fact that they're lizards rather than, you know, people that can speak English to each other, um, mm. or to to us even. So it all had to be very um, uh, demonstrative. So yeah. the patches, it was just like, oh, my God, just fucking talk. Uh, why don't you say what you... Here. Talking. Sorry. Uh, why don't you... I'm going to start with Kate, because oh. I can hear her if oh. I don't have this in. Um, and we'll learn what you what you learned. But first, I am just going to point out that today, it turns out that uh, being a teacher has some advantages. Uh, It is Kate. Hooray! Who wins today's Play of the Game? Uh, hooray! (laughs) Yay! Uh, I had to have learned something. I learned... That um, she wants to protect Cog um, and not drag this poor young queen into a bunch of scandal over her little like um, apprentice not knowing how to keep it on the DL. True. Basically, she's gonna teach him how to keep things on the DL without necessarily blatantly talking and using her own personal example because she doesn't want to necessarily bring that into the spotlight either. I really... It's like funny, her. I don't actually know where my copy of Nobles the Shining Host is. Oh, yeah. <gasps> yes. Uh, which is... Another castle. Which is bad. I mean, that book's valuable. Mm-hmm. What? I'm just wondering if we have it. You we lent ha- us some, but I thought we gave them back, but we'll double check. Uh, if you did, great. The thing is, it, it's very, very possible that that book was borrowed by somebody before we even started playing. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Uh, so you might have it, you might not. But I wanted to show, this is actually my, uh, one of my most prized Changeling possessions because of who signed it in here. What's it say? I can't read it. It says, to John, may the dreaming continue to bless you with a steady flow of glamour. Krister M. Neal. <gasps> Or Mikkel, I'm, I'm afraid I don't actually know how to pronounce your last name. Wow, though. Wow. So I'm lucky. Uh, Liz, what did you learn? 
Sophia thought that she could look the other way about Kyoko not telling Brom, but it bothered her a lot more than than she thought. And especially seeing how much it was continuing to bother Kyoko, so she she had to get involved. Uh, Scott? I learned that if I have a problem with Kyoko, I should ask Sophia. <laughs> I'm so- <laughs> Bye, John! No, I'm joking! Uh, whatever, fuck it. <laughs> no, I, I did- oh, man. You did, you did, Aragorn. I'll have to- Now, actually, I believe that it's possible that you may have that book, because I- I think it might be one of the ones that I have signed. Um, yeah, I feel like we would have been lent trolls. I'm, I might have given you Nobles of Shining Host, but this, that is a, can the camera even see that? Kind of. Can't tell. The drawing on the left? Yeah, the drawing. Yeah, that is an original Tony DiTerlizzi sketch for me in my Wait. copy of Change of the Dreaming 2nd Edition. Oh yeah, no, I got Changeling shit. Where'd you meet this person? Tony DiTerlizzi, Gen Con. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh sure, yes. Sorry, you told. I remember you told me, and I was like, "Who that?" Like, <laughs> didn't know anything. I have a signed print of uh, Lee the She, which is hanging on the wall behind me on this camera. That is true. That is true. That I know. So I have I have some cool shit. I don't I don't mind saying. I don't actually go for a whole lot of like like autographs and stuff. But he was there, and he gave me a sketch, and that was like, <laughs> holy shit. Damn. So you know. Did we miss Super Saiyan Scott again? No, we're good. Uh, but yeah, I have some cool stuff. So Nobles the Shining Host is somewhere. Uh, I mean, I, I own the PDF. Oh, no, no, I, I, we have it. But we have it. So. Uh, it's an interesting mo- notion that courtly love is something that this freehold essentially rejects. Um, yeah. I mean, even Zeron wasn't playing into it. But Zeron's Fiona, and he has other priorities. No, but but if you if you were a bit more emotional awareness, everyone in the Spark, like even the Sealy members of it, would be like, eh, not my jam. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're right. Like as a freehold, yeah, of we're the entire all freehold, I think the one who would most buy into it would be Talus because of the yeah. way he was behaving when we first met him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. was very courtly, mm-hmm. yeah, romantic. Yep. Talos would be the person who would be most likely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is true. Uh, Claude? Claude isn't into courtly love. Claude is into... Masochism? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's... Claude, Claude is kind of into the idea of, of love as a concept to be defended and adored, but it's, it's less kind of the idea of courtly love, which sometimes doesn't really involve love at all and more just involves sex. Uh, but, I mean, most of the time it's love, but sometimes it's literally just like, oh, I think she's cute. Let's see if we can get everybody together to try to hook up. Nice. Um, I want to remind everybody that's sitting out there that sometimes it's very tempting to have your characters, your beloved characters that everybody uh, follows along in your NPCs, make mistakes, do wrong things, or fuck up. Perhaps sometimes even royally. And it can feel super bad when you do it, too. Uh, but remember that if it's in the service of a story, you're probably going to get one of those. Uh, hey, we're in uh, another another coming week of uh, isolation, <laughs> which sucks. But we might be able to make it a little bit better for you. 
What's coming up? Well, Anyone have any established streams coming the, up? The one that I have for sure established is going to be Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern. So same time as this past week. I'm going to be finishing oh, Nancy Drew and the Whispering Statue. We got exactly halfway through. So I'm going to finish it. None of this. And I have, one chapter. I have uh, confirmations from my, my father, mother, uh, possibly Scott's parents and my grandmother that they will be tuning in. So hey, that's I'm a party. I don't know yet. what it is. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> my poor dad today, he was like, so someone got me a subscription the last time I watched it. What does that mean? And I was like, well. <laughs> Let me tell you. Oh, God. Uh, Scott? Uh, 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 yeah, stay tuned to Twitter and Discord. If I decide to do anything this week, you will, you guys will be the first to know. Not this one, not these chuckles. You out there in chat land. I mean, I'll tell you guys. Well, that's kind of you to You're very deliberately screw us over. Kate? Um, I may stream during the week. I, it turns out there's more to Cadence of Hyrule than I thought. I thought I was going into Ooh. the last uh, dungeon and there was more beyond it. So uh, there might be some more of that this week. Stay tuned to Twitter as well for the deets. Probably during the day. You know, I have been saying that I should be streaming during the week, and I'm actually going to follow up on that threat. Uh, so if it's not overriding anybody else's stream of the people you see here on screen, then I, I just might. I'm, I have plenty of games that I can potentially play. Uh, I've been uh, doing relatively well at uh, several games recently. So uh, that might be a thing to look into. Um, I'm also going to point out for all of us here involved that uh, um, Honestly, it's been tough for a lot of us, but if there's one thing that you can do to make yourself feel better about the world, you can turn into Pukajutsu's stream. That's Tuesday through Saturday, uh, starting at 11 a.m. Pacific time, so Pacific Daylight Time currently. Uh, that's 2 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, if you want to calibrate it to when this starts and stops. Uh, that shit will make you feel good. Um, uh, he's been playing Animal Crossing recently, and I don't play Animal Crossing, and at the same time, like, I can't get enough of it, so... Luke, do you have any interest in sharing Steam codes and visiting each other's islands? Oh, I'm sure he will. But yeah. tune into his stream. Uh, folks, if there's anything else that I can tell you, is that we are all gonna get through this together, separately. Uh, thanks again to She Who Knows 10,000 Things, Krister for helping us, for probably bringing us this whole game to all of you who are watching, subscribers, followers, or even if you just tuned in, don't forget that you can join our Discord uh, for more information or find all the VODs and synopses at rpgclinic.com. But in the end, we're all going to make it through this by going here and here. We'll see you next time. Oh, this way. Bye! Bye! Bye.